Hello, and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I am Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zods. And we are here, as usual. Um, there's no re- there's no Superman news, really. Uh, Shazam's coming out. That's the closest we have to Superman news, but that's like a month away. He's got a so... cape. <laughs> he's got a yeah. cape and he's got black hair. That's enough, isn't Well, it? and he has like... A very similar power set and yeah. the characters have a lot of history together but and there's a rumored superman cameo in shazam so i guess we'll see what happens with that but today we are covering one of the classics one of the best ones uh, a lot of people's favorite superman story definitely the most famous one we've covered on the podcast so far oh that's really for sure. well, okay except except action comics one i um, you know, you'll ask, oh, so do you prefer All-Star Superman or Kingdom Come? And then people will reply for all seasons. So, Oh. Um, it's like a trinity, yeah. the holy trinity of Superman comics, the Superman arcs, yeah? Would they be the top three also, for you, Connor? For me? Well, um, I mean, no, no, hang on. No, for you, uh, as, a, as a big Superman fan and kind of knowing the other Superman fans out there, would you would you would you pit it as as a you know the big the big three that would generally be seen as uh, as important for all Superman fans? Um, for Superman fans, particularly uh, for all seasons and all Star and Kingdom. I mean, I don't know if I call them the big three, but like they're on everyone's. Mm-hmm. Like every Superman fan, like worth their salt, has read these stories. Okay. Uh, not I'm not disparaging anyone who hasn't because you know I'm I'm just saying like everyone who really goes deep like reads these stories um yes. pretty quickly because these are always popping up on but you know as, as uh, it's not one of the most well-known ones yeah I'm like right. it's well it's well known it. it's well known if you know about superman hmm. or like maybe dc but it's not well known if you're you know if you're like the average person your well-known comics are going to be death of superman and red sun yeah you know it certainly has a well-known creative team which is um Yes, which is, I'd, I'd recognise them over the actual title itself, because um, they they've yeah. done a lot of stuff for Marvel as well. Um, but yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it is for for all seasons. Um, I didn't realise yes. how how big bigger. We've got so much weight on our shoulders here, Connor. We've got to do it justice. Oh, you, you you see a top if you ever see top ten list for Superman stories, this is pretty much always makes the cut. Ooh. So yeah. Right. And uh, as I reread it, I well, I already I, I already knew why, but I was reminded even more why it was always so well regarded. So, mm-hmm. um, and spoiler, uh, I much prefer it to Man and Superman. Sorry, Marv. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Can I ask so, as well? Sorry, Connor, before you yeah. get into it, um, Loeb and, and and Sale. Have they done uh, for all seasons for like Batman or Wonder Woman as well, or is this yes. part of a series? It is okay. So they they did uh, they worked on like a Batman Halloween thing together, mm-hmm. Legends of the Dark Knight. They released on Halloween, and then they did like a big project, which is the Long Halloween, which is one of the most famous Batman stories. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really good. Uh, the writing in that isn't as good as the writing in this, but the artwork is of obviously yes. uh, very. I mean, it's the same artist but it's uh like gothic mm-hmm. instead of you know 
uh, Norman Rockwell sci-fi sort of stuff. It's just pure gothic. And uh, so that the long Halloween, the, it's like a big murder mystery and it goes through every holiday. Oh, okay. So oh, like Valentine's oh, wow. Day, Christmas. So that's 13 issues. Australia Day? No. Oh. <laughs> and then, and then uh, so that was successful. So they decided to do Superman next. And instead of focusing on holidays, they obviously focused on the four seasons of the year. Yeah. And uh, obviously, tonally, it's completely different as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah, the, shows they have uh, yeah. range, you know. Yeah, well, I would be interested to... I mean, it, it sounds like polar opposites, really. I mean, this... Yeah, and they're, they're both really good. I probably prefer this, but I, the the, uh, the artwork in Long Halloween's gorgeous, obviously. Be, depending on your uh, mood, then, kind of wouldn't it be? If, you, if you're kind of a bit, you know, a bit uh, brooding and stuff, you probably edge towards the... The Batman one. This one's That's a lot more, you know, a lot more feel good, optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like uh, even if you are in a bad mood, you start reading this, and you'll probably be put in a good mood. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but uh, yes, yeah, so that, that's like the backstory of um, this. So you read the digital copy, right? I certainly did the digital copy. Was um, it the digital copy of the deluxe version? No, I believe it was. It's probably just the standard version because uh, it was just purely. There was nothing before or after it was purely just. So there was no like. Um, no. 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 There was no like. No prologue. No, there was no photos and picture frames. Oh, of, like, there was. Sorry, and... at, the, at the beginning, yeah, but I took that as kind of like just the credit, like a fancy way of doing the credits. So they yeah. yeah so they have the photo album at the front very nice indeed as well I must say um, yeah. again fantastic art um, but yeah no um, and and just it's just prefaced each season with um, like a sepia page uh, with a little emblem of spring or summer you know yeah so on and so forth yeah yeah so um, we'll start with the cover of the first book which is spring and it's uh, Superman flying towards, well, not you, but he's like sort of flying up and oh, wow, mm-hmm. uh, actually uh, up and away. <laughs> but <laughs> he's away kind of flying the, up, uh, up and away, yeah, yeah, away from the Smallville farm. Beautiful architecture. You know? Yes, yeah, uh, really and like well they mentioned a few times, like that the biggest influence that Tim Sale said for the art style was Norman Rockwell. Mm-hmm who's like, you know, a real, it's like Americana sort of painter mm, right. and artist. Yeah, so he, he did a bunch of, you know, stuff, uh, yeah. very American mm-hmm. uh, country well, sort of. Yeah, you can't get any. I mean, like Smallville, uh, Farm Boy, uh, it just kind of screams out, yeah, American, like country American. Um, yeah. And, and like the architecture is very recognizable whether you're into architecture or not of of like american country life the big barn the the, the yeah. huge roofs um, yeah yeah really good yeah it's wow, good um yeah it, it's very different from kind of the portrayal of um of how sale portrays superman like there's a real difference in style would you say about how who portrays superman uh, Tim Sale? Uh, oh, oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah, no, Superman is, uh, very, like, exaggerated, I guess. Mm. He um, is. He's actually, a, come to think of it, it probably makes him, sets him apart, apart from his frame, 
it probably sets him apart, makes him a little, a little otherworldly, because, uh, yeah, like, all throughout the book, he, his face and his features are very, um, I don't know. And they got, very yeah, the, they really push the, like, the real gentle giant sort of thing. Yeah. I found, um, like, and uh, uh, as we'll go into that, like, the artwork does a really good job at distinguishing, like, you know, him just being relaxed and him sort of puffing his chest as Superman at, like, you know, Lex Luthor or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's huge in some of them. Like, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I like it. I think it's good. Like, I remember the first time I read this, it put me off a bit, but, like, now I'm reading it now. I don't know. I don't, I don't mind it at all. I think it's good. I like how it sets him apart from everyone else. Because yep. everyone else looks pretty normal. Yeah. I can... Um, I can kind of see, maybe um, uh, it's a bit of a stretch here, Connor, but I think I can kind of see how maybe the art won't be to everyone's palette. You know what I mean? Um, if you're into, I don't know, more, um, how shall I say, more dynamic, comic booky kind of art, it's it's not that. But it's um, it's it's very beautiful. Like It's very well drawn. It's a very different style. Uh, it, it's more um, more something that I think you'd you'd see like in an image comic or an independent comic book rather than something from the DC or Marvel. Well, it, it, it's definitely not house style. Mm, yeah. At all. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, I think the art's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, I'm pretty sure it's painted. Yes. Watercolor. It looks like watercolors, right? Yeah. Watercolors. Mm. Um, oh yeah. So we got to mention that the colorist is Bjorn Hansen as well. Ah, yes. Cause obviously he deserves credit here oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was Sale, Lowerman, uh, Bjorn. Uh, yeah, so, like, I think... I don't know. I can't imagine people not liking this art. I can imagine people not liking Superman, how he's done. Mm. But I think all the other art is, like... If you don't like it, you just... Yeah, I don't know. There's something wrong in your head. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think it, I think it's because of the watercolour. I, I just... I don't know. I'm just assuming. I, I don't know. But, like, it, yeah, just, it might not be I everyone's just... cup of tea. Like, you know, yeah. rather than the fully toned, muscle-bound, you know, Jim Lee-esque kind of um, comic book art, which, you know, which so is... what Ray's trying to say, like, if you like bad artwork... No! Then... <laughs> <laughs> I love Jim Lee's artwork. Except I haven't seen his, well, his old artwork. His old artwork yeah. is yeah, fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I guess, this, this isn't. This is not uh, an action story. No, no, it isn't, yeah. and and that's why I think that probably the art works. Like if you, you're going to be disappointed if you go into it expecting an action comic and expecting yeah. you know that sort of artwork. It, it isn't actually. It's more refined, if anything. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it really the cover sort of says it all like you know what you're getting with this yeah absolutely the cover really does i mean you can't mistake it you like you're not getting um a brainiac story mm, yeah. or something um like yeah so i guess if you have a problem with the art you probably just wouldn't even pick it up really yeah because you'd just be looking for something else um exactly yeah so yeah book one spring so uh great cover mm-hmm. and uh when you open the inside of the deluxe hardcover there's a gorgeous picture of superman just sort of hovering in the night sky oh um standing in the night sky in oh, that i don't I haven't got that no yeah um i to anyone i highly recommend picking up the deluxe edition hardcover the binding's good okay has a good spine and uh it's just it looks gorgeous on paper it really does so 
Is uh, it still available in print, or has it been re-released? Oh, yeah. Or, it is, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, this was, um, I think you can get it from your comic store and stuff. Like, this okay. is, this card cover that I have was published in 2014. Oh, okay, okay. So, and it, and it's like a, yeah, I mean, it, God, it's so annoying, isn't it, though? Like, how quick stuff sort of just goes out of print. Oh, it does, isn't it? It's become Like, the... trade, like, because yeah. trades are expensive, so I'll be collecting, like, a yeah. series of hardcovers to complete a run, then I'll go out of print before yeah. I get to the end. It's a new, um, it's a new comic book, isn't it? They've become hard to find, and uh, yeah. they become hard, more expensive when you look at them, look for them in in eBay or Amazon or something. So, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. So you can still. I just looked. It's even at my local comic book store. You can get the okay. deluxe hardcover. You can get a soft cover deluxe as well. But I'd probably go. With Why the go soft? Just go hard. Especially for this, really, since it's so, you know, one shot. If you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, uh, it's it's um very much. Uh, what do you say? It's um. It's wrapped up, like it's all contained, very self-contained, yeah. yeah. Well, spoilers, people will probably figure out I like this story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out how much and if I have any quibbles with it. Um, just just as an aside, again, kind of just to remind ourselves, what did we give a man and Superman last last week? I gave an eight and a half, right? Yeah, and I gave six and a half. Six and a half, okay, all right. So just bear that in mind, super, super listeners. Yeah, because they're kind of comparable. They're both four issue series. Well, they're both four chapters, I should say, mm-hmm. and they deal with. Uh, I, I I guess there was. I guess that uh, Marv Wolfens was a lot more focused on one plot. Yeah. Story. Very um, very different styles. Absolutely different styles. I think tonally they're supposed to be similar, though a bit similar anyway. I can see, but um, yeah, I think the way it's written, it comes across quite. Yeah. Different. Yeah. So, and yeah, one of the things about this is um, going back to Superman being different to everyone else is Jeff Loeb didn't want to, he originally did a plan to have narration because he didn't want to be inside Superman's head. He wanted to treat him as like a sort of grand figure. And, you know, he didn't want to get, I think the quote was he didn't want to get inside the head of a legend or something, especially for this sort of early career story. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like that because, um, you know, it's it, it could it could be difficult to write. Maybe you just want to treat it. Uh, so he decided just to do it from everyone else's point of view, mm-hmm. which uh, I think was a great idea. Get uh, get some. We get we get lots of seething Lex in this uh, story. So <sighs> just love his seething. It's fantastic. Oh, he's so angry. <laughs> if look if looks could kill, and uh... yeah, <laughs> yeah. this. Is, is, so he's got a face like a smacked ass. When I was, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to read the first two, and I'll read the second two? Oh, absolutely, for sure. Okay, so let's start with spring. So number one. So you ready to, uh, yep, spin the world backwards and go back into spring? Let's do it. Let's spring back. Are we gonna do our thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's up. do it. Up, up, up. and away. And Okay, Spring. Narrated by Clark's father, Jonathan Kent. He makes a point that before he was Superman, or Man of Steel, amongst others, Clark Kent was a farmer's son. After dinner, Lana Lang asks Clark what seems to be wrong. He replies it is nothing. 
Afterwards, the Kents discuss their son, with Pa Kent revealing that he is afraid over what Clark could become because of his growing powers. They don't think Clark could hear him, but in his room, uh, Clark hears every word. After school, Lana, Clark and Pete Ross go to a store until Clark remembers his haircut appointment. When he's there, he realises he can see through the wall and his hair makes a barber's scissors break apart. A tornado strikes Smallville and Clark helps out by saving a man before the gas station is in, uh, is in ex- is exploded. Afterwards, Clark wonders if he could have done more. Talking to a pastor, the one question he asks him is if one man could do more. After graduation, Clark finally reveals to Lana that he can fly. In talking uh, that he wants to help people with these powers, Lana tells him that he must leave Smallville and then they kiss. Dressed up, Clark says goodbye to his parents before leaving to go to Metropolis. Getting a job with the Daily Planet, having a crush with reporter Lois Lane and wearing the costume his mother made, Clark makes headlines as Superman. In his building, Lex Luthor knows it is going to be a long, hot summer. Yep. So, um, yeah, that was that was spring. Yeah. And uh, it skips, like in terms of time. Obviously, it skips through time a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you know, we're like uh, Clark leaves Smallville, and then he comes back, and then he goes to Metropolis, and like it, it skips like past his debut. Yeah. Where he saves the ship and everything. Like, he's already working for the Daily Planet. Um, but, you know, that works. Like, there's yeah. no... I was just pointing it out because it's, like, just a little fact. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, where to start? Okay. Um, I stopped so many times in this issue just to look at the artwork of Smallville. <laughs> yeah. Like... The Smallville art is, I think, uh, a real standout. I, I think it is, too. I think... All the art's great, but Smallville is, like, where it really... It's probably the times I just sort of stopped and stared the most. Yeah. Um, and and I think um, Jeff Loeb has really done well to build this sort of sense of community in Smallville. Um, yeah. You, you get a sense that, obviously, everyone knows everyone. There's a familiarity with locations. Like, um, what is it that the... Um, What's the name of the the general store where they go to, um, and they meet uh, these older dudes playing cards? Yeah, playing cards. Yeah, and then there's also, but there's also these little things that kind of really really sell it, and it's this friendship that um, Clark and Lana and Pete seem to have, yeah. and the history that they have. It all just really makes uh, makes Smallville um, kind of real, and it, it's it's really well done, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they do a great job of um, just establishing everyone's relationships to each other, mm-hmm. especially through stuff like body language Yeah, and, you know, Clark's expressions. Like, I, I, I absolutely love the way Clark's drawn in these with, like, the big overalls and stuff. <laughs> love when he picks up that big rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I like Pa Kent's reaction because it's not one you see much. Like, he's, uh, he's pretty anxious, I guess, is a way to put it about you know, Clark's getting really powerful. Mm, yeah. Like, they didn't know how powerful he was going to get. But it's also kind of doubled up with the fact that, I think they touch upon it, that, and, and this is such a parent thing, that, like, he's growing up. And yeah. it's yeah, coming to the exactly. point where, you know, they're I guess gonna... it's like a sort of a metaphor as well. Yeah, for... 
yeah, not only having to tell Clark about, you know, stuff, but actually having to let him go. And that's, uh, you know, that would be a big thing for... Gad Zooks, Martha. Clark sure hit puberty fast. <laughs> That's it. He's locked himself in his room again. Can I just... I mean, so all of these shots of, like, the sun setting, the clouds, the skyline, and, uh, like, Park Kent, he's so detailed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that close-up of their hands mm. is, oh, uh... Yeah. You know, and then you have the stars reflecting his glasses. I mean, I'm not... I want to point out all the art, because it's all great, but there's just some really fantastic stuff here. Like, it's just... It's been a long time since I've opened up a comic and just stared, yeah. you know? Can uh, I t- yeah. Can I tell you, like, one thing that just immediately, um, you know, sprung out to me? was, mm-hmm. like, in the first couple of pages, and I thought it was really neat. It may seem like a really small detail, but I really appreciate it. It's um, when Park Kent is on the tractor... And then there's a small horizontal panel in the middle, and it's just an overhead shot of him plowing yeah. the fields. Like it's such a, such a nice different perspective to, yeah, you know, to, to frame what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was really good. Uh, it's a, it's a small thing, but um, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, everyone just yeah, I guess Clark looks really really human, but just. He's just a bit different to everyone else. Yes. Because he's not as exaggerated as he is in here as he is on, like, the cover, mm-hmm. I found, because, like, he has eyes and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, and I, I love I love that scene at the dinner table where he's just feeding the dog. Yeah, see, it's these... Under the sort, table. Yeah, it's these sorts of scenes as well, like, apart from creating that community that has that homeliness to it. And it gives the, everyone character as well. It does, and, and even you know? the dog has a bit of a, a, bit of a role... Um, yeah later but only very incidentally but it's just that you know obviously they love the dog and and you know all that sort of stuff and and you kind of get the feels um especially yeah. when especially when clark is at home with um martha and jonathan yeah we get more sad clark um mm. you know he's, he's, I, I love uh all the detail put into his room like i had yes. to look around it just looks like a very sort of standard uh like he's got, you know, the baseball poster. He's yep. hanging out with his dog. He's got, the he's got a, he's got like what a, <laughs> the calendar. <laughs> the calendar. Oh yeah, he's got the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. But you know this though. Again, uh, I don't know, and I'm not exaggerating here, Connor. Just uh, this layout for this bedroom, and just Clark lying in the bed like that. Um, it kind of just feels like it's. It's his room. I know it doesn't. Uh, it's it's pretty obvious that it is his, but just that he's like lying in it. He seems absolutely comfortable in it. Um, the way that the room is dressed, you know, you can really yeah. imagine it almost as if it's like your room, you know. And and he's come it's home. So messy. Yeah, but like he's come yeah. home to this is what his. Well, you know, I mean, I know this is his home, but like when he leaves and stuff, um, I always see because that this shot actually repeats a couple of times throughout the whole thing. Um, it does, yeah. yeah. And so you get that familiarity again when you see the room. It's like, oh, this is his room, you know? Um, yeah, so those little touches, I think, really are really clever. you got to love how he has a telescope as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, that'd be it's a bit like, weird. You came from there, son. <laughs> but, like, his eyesight would far exceed that. It's. I'm trying to find an example. What would it be like? It'd be like... Well, his at this point, like, obvious, because it goes into it, his powers haven't really... Like, they're kind of manifesting through this story. Like, he yeah. sees through a wall when he's in the barbershop for the first time, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I he, didn't... Yeah. 
I picked it up, sorry, Connor, I picked it up from that as well, that, that things were starting to happen to him. But I didn't get yeah. a sense of that overall. I, I assumed that he kind of, because he picks up the boulder and um, I just thought... Oh, that, yeah, I yeah. think there was just some new, like some growth spurts, I guess. Mm. Uh, well, like, I guess because he starts hearing yeah. things a lot and... True. And he has a haircut, I guess. I mean, he's gone to the barber before. Which, so... which is a great part yeah. as well. Yeah. Because they try to cut his hair and the scissors just break. Yeah. Um, which which uh, obviously doesn't seem to have happened to him before. No, yeah, which yeah, which um, implies that something has manifested, like his hair's just yeah. strengthened overnight or something, or over the last week. Um, so you get yeah. the like the shot of Smallville looks like such a homely. It does little yeah. town, like it, it really is just innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's nothing sinister going on there. I mean, there is in continuity there was like a alien invasion but that was stupid like for the purpose of this story there's nothing you know yeah and i reckon i mean out of the four books i, I mean i know we're still going through it now but i'd, I'd um i'd probably say this was my favorite out of all four um mm. yeah i think yeah uh i think they're a good package but mm. this is this is definitely like really strong because and it, it also has it, like because it's the introduction, so it doesn't have all these plot threads going on. Mm. Yeah, true. But, uh, you know, it's... Yeah, it just sets up a perfect picture of what his childhood's like, really. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it... And it, 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 it yeah, it's very... It still feels real, though, mm. if that makes sense. Like, even though this is, like, such a picture-perfect town... Oh, yeah, you know, no, for sure. Everything still feels real and lived in, even yeah. though it's, like, could be in the 50s. Yeah, that, that's true. It does have that kind of vibe to it. But I, I very much thought that. Like, it, it, it's very real. The way it's portrayed. I mean, I, I know where you're going at now that it kind of seems too too clean and, and kind of like that. But no, I, I was drawn in. I, I thought this was just really, this is just what it is because it's a small town. I'm assuming Smallville, um, not as, yeah. you know, not as urban, obviously, as Metropolis. Um, I'm sure it has all the creature comforts, but um, they probably like the old old school. Like I can imagine, um, people still go to the local butcher. There's no like you know big supermarket, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Small convenience stores, stuff like that. And and you see the barber with the old razor. Um, it's all very old school, but I think that's uh, it makes it quite charming. And I got I got a when I read it, like did you get a vibe of like. Uh like the country or outside of like a big urban place is like better or purer than like the big city. Did you get that vibe at all? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's, yeah. I mean, the more densely populated, you know, places are, the more, um, more people become unpleasant. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just the nature of it. You know, people are are rushing, people are in each other's way, you know, like it didn't come off as preachy, but it did, like, it, it is, I did notice, like, there was a distinct, like, you know, our oh, metropolis is kind of a hole compared to this place. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. crime. Everyone's, as I said, like, as you said, it's, like, really crowded. Yeah. There's bad people there. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, I'm sure there's bad people in Smallville, but, yeah, yeah it's uh, quite a leap. And that uh, train shot. Yeah. Oh, man, that was good. Was that a bit, like, because he jumps from out of the train, I got the the sort of Superman the movie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's what I, 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 yeah. I was assuming that was a nod to it. Um, and yeah, and he springs across. I was just waiting for the puff of smoke kind of as he runs off into the distance. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was great. Um, um, and you know, the, the obviously like some of the best pages are the big double 
yes. page spreads that he does. So, like, the tornado was awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, and can I just go back quickly just to the train? And, again, a shout-out yeah. to um to Hanson. Was it? B- B- uh... Sorry, I forgot the person's name already. The, uh, co- the colorist? Bjorn Hanson. Bjorn Hanson. I mean, yeah. look, look at the way that... Um, that the colors you the watercolors used for the train to really create that metallic look mm-hmm. it's fantastic yeah. it really pops out so yeah so yeah, yeah, we could talk about the freaking barns for like a yeah. podcast <laughs> like just the way they're done like it's just uh it it doesn't feel rigid everything feels like it's flowing yeah it's like i love alex ross but sometimes that doesn't really feel like it's moving mm. that makes oh, sense i know no what you mean yeah, absolutely but like i get a you know with the way the trees are blowing and yep. the you know, I get a real sense of motion mm-hmm. here, like I'm sort of there. Yeah. Even though it's like very uh, watercolors and everything, and uh, that, yeah. it's kind of funny when Clark gets sucked up by the tornado and he's like, "Pa." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and you're mentioning these splash pages, and look, they must have known they were onto something good because um, Tim Sale like autographs each and every one of them. Yeah, I the noticed corner. that he's like autograph, and I'm like, well, man, I'm, he must have spent a lot of time on it. And yeah, yeah, oh, he must be proud uh-huh. of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're really. Um... I. And the 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 great thing is like you know when Pa's saying, Clark became a man when he, just rescued this guy out of instinct. At the gas station. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It kind of swoops through. Like he's he's he, caught in a tornado, then he sees someone there, and he flies down and. Well, to the guy, he kind him. of like just he was flung there from the tornado, right? And he he kind of tackled yeah, him yeah. on the way. Yeah, yeah, that's how I explain it because he's yeah. like, yeah, the guy thinks Clark was just flung <laughs> at him from the tornado, but uh. Yeah. Uh, now that was a good. It, it is good because it's like a you know he's kind of timid for the whole book, but this is like a really heroic sort of act. Yeah. That he does, and the town gets absolutely trashed. <laughs> it does, yeah. And this is it just pretty... makes you think: How do people live in like tornado season? I guess they're used to it, like the big tornado areas. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's, crazy. T- it's touched upon here, isn't it? With um, Mar and mm-hmm. uh, Mar and Park Kent, they've got the um, those what do you call them? The barn doors or the storm doors? And yeah, the basement. The basement. They uh, just go there. They have to go there and just ride it out. It's what a what a terrible way to. Like, you know, I was thinking about it the other day, Connor, and, like, imagine if your place, like, all your sentimental stuff. Oh, you know, God, I couldn't, like... It's just gone, like, in a puff of smoke. And, like, regardless and of if you have insurance or not, it's lost. It's, yeah. Then, uh, Par's a real good way of putting it, because, like, you know, he's, uh, as they established, Par doesn't really believe in, like, uh, God. Mm. Like, he's not, he's not religious like Martha, but he mm-hmm. believes, like, that... He believes in the power of Mother Nature and... You yeah. know, and he says like we we reap the soil and stuff. Yes, that's right. You know, so the like uh, every now and then, Mother Nature's going to come and take its price. Yes, and that's how he kind of views like the tornadoes and storms mm. and stuff. And I just thought that was really interesting because it gives insight into his character as well. Yeah, it does. That's good because it, what it does is that he, um, yeah, it's weird. He doesn't turn to religion, but he he kind of makes he he puts. <laughs> I don't know, like a logic to it. He, he, he yeah. has to kind of make sense of it. And so there's a respect for Mother Nature there. And so it's like, yep, yeah, well, you know, we we take from her, so it's only fair. So th- that's his kind of, I guess, his philosophy in life. Um, yeah. 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 And yeah, so... Uh, sorry. It's obviously uh, the, the scene where he flies off with Lana. The same thing happened in Burns' Man of Steel and she gets really crabby at him. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of, like, understandably, honestly. Um, 
That's a crazy thing. I mean, you shouldn't thing. tell him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, she's she's in love with him. She's been in love with him for ages. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I can fly and I can do all this stuff. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. he does He does say yeah. here he will come back. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, they do share a kiss at the end because she, she can't help, I guess, but feel conflicted. I mean, of course, she'd be a little peeved at him that he's going and there's this kind of underlying kind of affection for him but at the same time yep. he's going for a good reason and he's going for a very noble reason you can't like be mad at someone to say i'm going to go and try to you know do as much good as i can because i've got you know these these skills it's yep. um yeah so uh, it, it's a, it's a tough one for lana but um yeah we got this this panel you see shared around a lot of uh, clark and pa staring at the sunset the sunrise sorry Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, really good. Um, yeah. Have you? Do you ever get tired of looking at that? Yeah. No, I never have. I guess I never will. Very beautiful. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. And um, so we get out. Yes. Yeah? Sorry, I just want to go just before that as well. There's a nice shot of um, just how hulking Cluck is with Markent <laughs> just on the front porch. Um, I thought that was yeah. really nice as well. With um, I can't remember the dog's name. Um, do you, do you remember the dog's name? Shirley, I think. Shirley, yeah. yeah. Shirley always at his heels. Uh, really yeah, nice. it's really nice. Cause, I mean, and it will make sense, like, uh, Clark would have a pet growing up because they live on a farm, you know. They're going to have yeah. farm yeah. dogs around. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we get our introduction to Metropolis. Uh, big fan that they go for, you know, the more the Fritz Lang, the sci-fi mm-hmm. sort of style instead of just a city. Oh, very much so. Could uh, be like city a, of tomorrow could very much be on another planet really we get lex tower <laughs> yeah just tower, the, whatever. is that always it's just an l isn't it is that always yeah just an l? yeah okay and uh so you know he meets the planet like lois and jimmy mm-hmm. and stuff uh perry, so briefly... perry like a bit of a bulldog isn't he oh yeah perry's great he's good and uh so it establishes lois as dating lex as well does that is that a thing? Has that happened? Yeah, because as I because Man of Steel, like those six issues, they jump forward like months and years between each issue. Mm-hmm. So by issue two, Clark was already working at the Daily Planet, and Lois had mentioned that you know she used to date Lex. Right. Uh, issue issue three, sorry. So yeah, yeah. In the in this continuity, anyway, um, that was a thing. They did date. Okay. Um, you know, and I. I one of my favorite bits of the issue is uh, like the kid. Yeah, what, the what is going on with that? That kid, he he loves. Oh yeah, the... I don't know how he got up there. But... <laughs> he loves playing on ledges. I don't understand. Yeah, he does. Why is he, he always does. so high up? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, like, there's like if you notice in the background and stuff, there's like a lot of bridges between buildings. Okay. That people are walking on. Yeah, the Metropolis is a very strange city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I just love the kids like, wow, cool costume. And Superman's like, thanks. My mom made it. I absolutely love that line. Yeah. Like it could not be any more dorky, but, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. And it, it just comes off as so innocent as well. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, he's, and, uh, that final shot and yeah. Can you see like the bridges in the background and stuff with all the people on them? Oh yeah. 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 Wow. So futuristic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's the city of tomorrow, they call it. So, mm. And like it was all sort of Lex's design as oh, well. Okay. 
course, we end with seething Lex watching as Superman flies past his window. <laughs> One of mm. many close eye shots of Lex. Oh, yes. <laughs> and his bushy eyebrows. Is that... so What's I... happening with Lex? He's got hair now. What's going on? And he's... So, okay. Yeah. He had hair in the Man of Steel beneath. Did... Okay, he just lost it after. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah. Did he have it in Birthright as well? No. No, okay. No, this is where he had like hair yeah because in, in yeah in birth where i got burned off i think in the yeah accident the, yeah. yeah in this he just loses his hair because he's messing around with kryptonite and he gets cancer or whatever so I'm too stressed he's too stressed so he's got yeah. an empire to run you know he's he's fawning after lois lane then he's got this huge guy just causing him grief stress yeah so i figure we'll we'll rate it as a whole instead of each issue yeah sure cool all right, so Alrighty. I guess, um, yeah. So oh, after spring we get ugh, yeah. summer. Should we go into summer? <laughs> uh, should I read out the synopsis for this? Uh, yeah, sure. Cool. Alrighty. So for summer, narrated by Lois Lane, she makes a point that the rules that made her a newspaper woman went out the window the day Superman appeared. Superman stops a nuclear missile from hitting the city, then single-handedly delivers the submarine which fired it to the armed forces. He threatened the man whose company manufactured the two, Lex Luthor. Then, Lois is threatened at gunpoint by one of the terrorists of the submarine. Superman quickly ends the situation and takes Lois back to the planet. In his apartment, Clark begins to feel lonely, so he goes back to Smallville to have dinner with his parents meeting with Pete again and being congratulated by friends for becoming a reporter in Metropolis, he is disappointed that Lana had left some time before. He feels out of place and sad that Smallville is different, but Mark Kent points out that it is all part of growing up. Back in Metropolis, a factory explodes and Luther's Guardians of the Sky men in exosuits arrive to stop it. Superman arrives and notices that the exosuits forgot about a woman trapped inside. He saves the woman and puts out the fire single-handedly. Later, Luther meets the woman whom Superman saved, a Miss Vaughn, who is obsessed with Superman for his own plans. Yep. Summer. Yep. Summer. So a lot more kind of kind of happens here. We kind of. Veer yeah. away from Smallville, and obviously the yeah, this is all Metropolis, and obviously like the the seasons are and the stories I tell are thematic. Yes, because summer's like you know everything's sort of picking up, it's busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of things to do. Yeah, and a lot of activity. Um, and the, like this lowest narration, like is great. How kind of all the rules went out the window when this guy just came in and started flying around. Mm everywhere and, yeah and again like, as you said before i love it how um the narration is is um is shared throughout the whole yes um throughout the whole series so yeah with lois now yeah, it's a different each, perspective each season gets like a different narrator mm-hmm. so i'm just flipping i'm just looking at the cover of uh book two as it were summer so uh yeah he's flying through the metropolis skyline yep um yeah, I mean the artwork's still great. I really, I really like uh, Metropolis. Um, and like as I said, uh, Fritz Lang's Metropolis. Look it up. That's what mm-hmm. a lot yes. of like this sort of design of Metropolis is based off. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was it was cool to see him do Superman stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I like, oh god, how good is that shot of him grabbing the the, the missile? missile? Yeah, yeah. And his reflection in the um the head of yeah. The... Oh, that's so good. I just noticed that. Mm. And like the crinkle of the yes, the the it, we see that again with the um uh, later on with the train. I love that that detail. Mm-hmm. It uh, feels he... very uh, Fleischer cartoon from the forties. Okay. Yeah. Sort of the flow. Have you ever seen those? Mm, from the 40s, probably not now. Nah. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll, we'll get on that at some point. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good to see a bit of awesome power here from Superman. A bit more yeah. um, of, of brute um, brute strength. Um, yeah. Quite yeah. different to lifting up a rock. <laughs> lifting up a rock or, or you know, x-ray vision. Um, yeah. We get a bit more here. Um, and there's a, a beautiful splash page of him looking down on Earth. I yeah, think that's in a space. Really, it's really yeah. good. Yeah. Again, it's it's the color. Seriously, yeah, the colorist is just really smashing it here. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it brings up, this issue brings up, like, everyone's skepticism as well because it's like, you know, and this is this is a theme that sort of goes throughout the book yeah. and they touch around at the end. It's like why he has so much power, why is he just, why is he just helping people? Why isn't he doing anything for himself? Why is he sticking his neck out for people? Mm. And it's kind of funny because I guess I guess it really paint. I guess it's really uh, a comparison of like sort of that uh, country style versus the sort of city city cynicism, mm-hmm. as it were. Because you know you know we. I, I doubt there's like heaps of people in Smallville questioning. No, exactly that. Yeah, you. But everyone in the city's kind of like. Oh. I mean, they love him. Like, a lot of them love him, but, you know, there is that, what's there, his motive? There is, because the, in their minds, um, it's all about, like, self-gain, isn't it? It's a, it's a yeah. bit of a rat race. So it's like, well, why isn't he thinking like that as well? Like, if I had that power, I would do this, you know, this, this, and this. Whereas Smallville is a lot more, well, at least Park Kent's a lot more genuine. It's like, you know, do it for others, and, you know. Which is cool, because it it's goes, you know, Superman really fits in Metropolis, because... He's so different. So he, he's not like a city guy. Mm. Uh, you know, he makes everyone in the city a better person just by, yeah. you know, just being a good Samaritan, really. Oh, man, if he would be a city person, he'd be like Hancock, wouldn't he? Will Smith? <laughs> uh, I, I love What's that it? movie. Even though the plot kind of goes to crap, I still like it. I, I enjoyed yeah. it as well. I like the first, um, like the first two acts, I think. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just when it's just when the chick, Charlie's Theron. It, yeah, and then... Like, comes in with that whole backstory it's like yeah mm. but before that it was great before that it was, was really cool yeah. before that it was about learning to be a hero and then it just like ditched that <laughs> yeah it did completely. yeah it shifted um, yeah yeah but um but you know um we got a cool shot of superman underwater as well going to the sub oh yes hang on what, just before that we got another seething lex oh yes <laughs> lex is cranky <laughs> his it's brows cool. are getting bigger yeah, and, and, his, and his mouth. Look at his mouth. He's actually turned up his lip. <laughs> I love how they let Lex into the airbase. Like that's just how much power he has. Yeah, yeah. Because he because he's built this city pretty much. And I, oh, I love yeah. his outfit as well. It's uh, very uh, the green suit. No, no. Like his outfit as he's getting out of the car. Oh, hang on. We're, we're, we've we've lost which page. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm past the submarine part. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, submarine party is really good. Oh, yeah, yep. a, a couple of sizes too big for Lex, I think. Um, I just think it's very um, 
old-fashioned sort of it tycoon. Is. Yeah. Yeah, Which makes sense because he's he's like the guy who builds a town. He does transport and stuff, and Superman just drops this uh, submarine. Yes, in the middle. Very and cool. Yeah, him tearing that. Oh, it's so awesome when he tears it because it looks like it's just aluminium, you know, in yeah. his hand. Like that was very cool to see. Actually, it reminded me of the um, of the boat that he brought over in the was it the Man and Superman that we covered. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good of him to actually not only just get rid of the missile, but to actually go to the source and he gets some. Yeah. Um, so that just shows how far reaching he is. Like, you know, he doesn't, you know, he's quite super in that sense. And, and then, yeah, Lex, yeah, still in his tycoon outfit, looking every bit. Um, he starts harassing Superman. <laughs> yeah, constantly. Like, he's already, he's already got the shits with him. Ooh, he's already got the, um, you know. Oh yeah, he he already hates him. But yeah. they already actually they already hate each other. So <laughs> like it didn't take long it seems. Um, yeah, Superman seems to have a bit of a uh yeah, cuz he's such a good guy, but with Lex he actually does seem a little miffed at him. Um, well, cuz he well, well, I guess we'll get into that soon cuz mm. uh, you know, uh, Lois snuck into the sub, of course. Yeah. So he rescues her from being shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how how and, good is that super speed? Thing? Yeah, it's just like a whirl of color like, like yeah like that, yeah do they use that often or is that just this um, no i mean okay. not like that anyway not where it's sort of just paint mm. i saw a bit of it in the death of superman that that movie um, uh, yeah. at the beginning it's just red and blue but i like this with yeah. the, a bit of yellow in it it's, uh, it's good and this is more like a as like it's some dust or a wind or something it's um yeah so anyway so he uh and then we see actually lois's um well, her attitude as well. Yeah, she she, she beats up the guy yeah, after Superman honor. takes the gun. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, he, he looks quite smitten. Yeah, um... I don't know why. That face always cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, there's just a great, tilt of the head. <laughs> there's a great Photoshop where someone's made, like, the actual, the eyes and the mouth just way smaller. So it just looks <laughs> like he has this really huge head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and at this point... Um, at this point, I'm pretty sure Lois isn't dating Lex, or if she is, she's you know teasing him. I mean, she seems to be using him for information mostly. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming she is because she's she's very driven, very career driven. Yeah, and I, I mean, can't, yeah, I can't imagine she's like a gold digger or anything. I can't see anything anything really attractive no, with Lex. No. So she's just you know I think she's having a bit of fun with it, and yeah. she, it's also like really handy for her job. But like you know, Lois doesn't come off as like a paragon of. Uh, virtue mm. in this book mm-hmm. which I, I think makes sense because you know i like the idea that lois is a bit of a like she has you know not a mean streak but she has she has she's certain a, qualities yeah, yeah. A bit of like a handful. sometimes yeah. sometimes she will put her career before doing the right thing uh-huh. um but well, you know as yeah. she gets to know clark and superman she sort of changes for the better yeah well she's done that um, many times hasn't she like she's put her own life in danger just just to Oh, just definitely. To talk to Clark. Uh, talk to Superman. So yeah, I'm almost she'll she'll chase the story at the expense of like other people, I guess. Mm. As well. Oh, as well as yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, like she's very uh yeah, fussy at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so Superman has a go at Lex. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> like he and he tells him straight off. 
He's like, uh, you know. Well, he threatens him. Yeah. yeah, he was like, if I find out your fingerprints are anywhere near what happened today, and like, he's like, how dare you? That's slanderous. False information. <laughs> I'm talking to you. And he's still... <laughs> doesn't he still say it? Oh, I, I imagine that he kept on shouting that, just like, I'm talking to you. Come yeah. back here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he flies her back, you know, and uh, she's like, you know, you can do all these things, but nobody, like, speaks to Lex Luthor the way you did. And, mm. I love this expression on Superman's face. He's like, well, it's about time somebody did. Mm. Well, that's probably kind of what attracted Lois to, to Superman as well, apart from his oh, definitely. chivalrous manner. Because um, he's the was... only one standing up yeah. to this. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it doesn't go into Lois and Clark a lot in this story. No. And it doesn't, it doesn't need to. No, yeah. If anything, if you knew nothing of these characters, you'd be coming out thinking that he still has something for Lana Lang anyway. So it's nothing, not really. Maybe I think I think you'd pick up that, you know, there's like a bit of chemistry there. Yeah. But I mean, like you're right. She's she's not really a love interest in this no, at all. Like it's, all. you know, she offers the sort of reporter's perspective, and like obviously there is the beginnings there. Like there's mm. attraction there, but yeah. it's not a focus of the book. Like her point yeah. of view is she's not really talking about Clark Kent. She's talking about Superman. So she's, and she does say like. She pretty much does say she does like have a crush on Superman. Yeah, yeah. Because like all the women love Superman. Oh, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. He's, so. uh, yeah. He's, um, you know the, um, you know the epitome of a, a glorified fireman, isn't he? Like, he's, yeah. He's uh, got all the all the right stuff there. I love Clark's baggy pants. <laughs> It's just it's all to do with his style, isn't it? This whole kind it is, of era. Yeah. Even like, you know, you were saying that Smallville is kind of old-fashioned. Uh, and as futuristic as Metropolis is, mm. there, there's that kind of sensibility of uh, the old days as well. What do you think of Lois's look, I guess? I haven't really talked about that. I kind of like it. I mean, just with the darker hair and the... Um, yeah. And the, yeah, I think she... Yeah, I, I, I kind of like this. I know she, she comes across looking very different across the ages. Um, mm. But no, I, I, I like this. Um, yeah. yeah, she looks like Lois to me. Yeah, uh, uh, very attractive. <laughs> yeah, what color hair is she meant to have? Like she's um, had dark brown like, before, and black. Is it, it meant to be gener- black? Yeah. It was, it was black, but okay. then it sort of went to dark brown. Okay, um, you know, it goes back and forth a bit, I guess. But yeah, it, it was black for a while, mm-hmm. and so we get the, we get more sad clock. Yeah. <laughs> In his, in his apartment. Yeah. He looks so sad undressing. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we get the... So I really love that shot of him standing in his apartment, for one. Mm-hmm. With his, like, briefcase and stuff. And we get the shot. The oh, so identical this... shot. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so this isn't, his, this isn't his bedroom, but it's just the identical shot of his apartment yeah. bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, he doesn't have much. There is, like, a photo, a baseball, like, the Smallville... Uh, like uh, his yes. school flag yeah. or whatever, he's and got, he's got like the TV miniature TV. <laughs> he's made himself a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Does he is, does he have to eat? Does Clark? Oh, he was at the dinner table with it. Yeah, he has to eat. Okay. At this point, anyway. I mean, uh, I guess the impression like he seems pretty isolated. Yeah. In the city, in fact, there there is vibes of. Uh, Man and Superman. Well. Is this the issue where he goes on about 
no, it's not. Never mind. I was just wondering which issue is one where he goes on about where he doesn't really fit in anywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, it could have been this one or the... Because I was looking at that, I'm like, well, I know Ray would like that because that's the real alienation thing. Like, he doesn't fit in in yeah. Metropolis or Smallville. Well, He's I remember, just... yeah. I mean, because Lex also brings it up towards the end as well. Like, yeah. With the with the man-made virus and saying, oh, it could be you. You could have brought it because you're you're not from here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't remember, but yeah, it's... Um... Yeah, Clark's apartment, it's great. It's a great contrast between... In a Smallville, and like he's in both Smallville and this, he's alone in both shots. Yeah. You know, like he's isolated. Oh, the first his. one he had, he had the dog. He's got Shirley in the. Oh yeah, he had the. I mean, besides the dog, because he was listening, because he was overhearing Pa like talk yes. about how he was worried about all Clark's changes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we get back to Smallville. Yeah. Which immediately has some lovely shots of fields and stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, it, it's and it's a, a bit of a um, sad reason why he's gone back. It's just, oh yeah, he's just lonely, really. He's just, yeah, he's a bit down. But obviously, that's I mean, Jonathan and Martha would love that, love having him back. And it is. It, how, how big is he? Look at that. Table. I know he's constantly <laughs> big. Towards the end, there's that one where he's standing in front of Miss Vaughn, I think, and he's just towering. Anyway, It'd be great if he got bigger, like, every panel. Just gradually <laughs> just over sli- the issues. So it's like a skyscraper big. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is great. And then, so you're brought back to this. And, again, uh, yeah, the beautiful art with a lot oh, more just fantastic. detail with it. But, yeah, he, he just admits to them that he's a little lonely. And he and he catches up with the pastor again. Um, just basically... Um, yeah, because he wa- he's looking for Lana and she's gone. Yeah. Uh, her aunt Ruth died, mm. and she and she left pretty much straight away yeah. after Clark left. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and he, he catches up with Pete. Yeah. And Pete's like kind of disgruntled because like whole Pete's whole thing uh, in the previous story was he wanted to go out and make himself big. Mm. In fact, they even mentioned Lex Luthor in that first story. Like, do you think like he's yeah. talking about Lex Luthor? Yeah, and he's that well Do you known. think Lex Luthor actually exists? Yeah, yeah. Or is he just some like story they tell in the big city? Yeah. Um, but uh, but this is also the the big thing as well, um, kind of when Clark returns back, because everyone's like the pastor says, you know, they're all proud of him because he's made something yeah. of himself in Metropolis, and same with Pete as well. Like so, then um, uh, we see it, uh, and obviously it's it's conflicting for Clark because mm. he doesn't feel that way when he goes to Metropolis. He feels pretty lonely and isolated, and um, yeah, yeah. I love the idea though that like everyone in Smallville gets the Daily Planet because like he's like the yeah, ten- yeah. small town hero, you know. Yeah, that's a nice touch. Like and... he he's gone and made it big, and you know yeah. everyone's like, yeah, you represent Smallville. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, like this is the, he says the one good that's come out of Smallville kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're the only town in Kansas that gets the Daily Planet every morning at the general stores. So yeah, like they have they must be ordering it in specifically and stuff. Uh, we got we got our guys playing cards and stuff again. Mm-hmm. Just it just gives you that vibe again of this this familiarity because you've seen them in in the spring book, yeah. um, so you're starting to feel kind of at home with them. Just you Definitely. know, routine is a big thing, isn't it? Like it makes you feel at home when you see the same thing. Um, so oh, that's there's an article there. Superman stops Magpie. Do you remember Magpie? Oh, yes. Was that from the Man of Steel? Yeah, that was the yeah. first Batman and Superman meeting. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, oh, so the headline a... should 
reach yeah. the man and Batman stop Magpie, but you know, it's probably Batman's in smaller font. That's true. <laughs> Superman and, and Batman. Batman. <laughs> I love when Pete brings up Lex Luthor. Clark's just immediate look of disdain. He's like, yeah. he puts on his pants like everyone else. Yeah. Well, Pete's as you mentioned, he's spoken about Lex before. Like you know, he's you know, is this yeah. You get a sense, yeah. He's elevated. I don't know if he like admires him. Yeah, but yeah, he's definitely he elevated. Like as to, yeah. you know, he's not an ordinary person, but Clark's just like, yeah. in Clark's head, Lex is just a dirt bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. which is great because Lex is this godlike figure towering over Metropolis, and Clark's like the only guy that sees him as just. He's just a bad guy. Yeah. He's just a bad dude. Like, there's nothing special about him. That's right. Um, he just sees right through him. He just, he just yeah, knows, he's knows kind of the only is. one, besides Lois, I guess, but he's the only one to sort of really do something about it. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, why the enmity is uh, amazing and awesome. So, uh, Gardner, just the... Now we have, the, like, the stars reflecting on Clark's glasses. That's Yeah, that's a bit weird, I thought. I mean... If anything, that, that kind of... Because the angles it. don't line up? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know what the effect that they want to do, but uh, probably one of the less successful attempts. The alien glasses. <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> They've got cucumbers under them. He's just kind of, you know, resting his eyes. Um, yeah, so, so there's... Then we have the whole sequence where he, uh, the, the leg goons are putting out the fire. Hmm. And he kind of he, Superman really smacks him around. <laughs> he does. He, he shows no love for someone that's you know um, values human him, life. Yeah. He just backhands him, and off he goes. I got the impression he threw him. Oh, I did. Okay, I thought he just swatted him. Like, <laughs> just... oh, I feel like he'd be dead if he swatted him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, what but, do you think you know, of the designs of these? Um, what do you call the exosuits? Um, the... I mean, they're they're obviously like the Lex battle mm. armor. Yeah. And, like, he, in this, since this is concurrently with Man of Steel, like, these are suits that he did design in that run. Yeah. In that miniseries. So, like, that's why that, you know, obviously that's why they're there, because it's, like, mm-hmm. the same time period. Yeah. So, uh, and also, like, they're, they're classic Lex designs. I mean, you know, uh, the green and purple, the big L on them. Yes. Like, I can't complain, because it's just, it's Lex Luthor. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny, isn't it? It's like Lex, like... You're Superman, you've got an S on your chest, okay. It's just the ego. I'm going to do an L. <laughs> yeah, just pure ego. Yeah, yeah. And because he's like, if you want to help, at least do it right. But Clark, you have X-ray vision. They don't. Yeah, true. I know, but, he's expecting a bit. To, but he's, he's, he's actually passing on a bit of his hatred for Lex onto them a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, this woman here, she's um, she's got issues of her own. <laughs> yeah, he, he rescues her from the fire. Yeah. And he zooms out. I love this where he takes, he uses his cape. So his cape, right? You told me is un, uh, is indestructible or something. Yeah, because his yeah. cape is the part that, in this, um, in this burn era, his cape is the part that's from the rocket. Yeah, yeah. Or is it his? No, ah, oh. isn't it? Is it? I think it is. But there's also the explanation that he has like this telekinetic aura about him, which is how he flies and stuff, and that protects his uh, garments oh. as well. Oh, oh! So it's not the garment; it's actually him. Well, I'm not sure if it's like. I think it's the cape. I, I mean, I'm not sure if it's. I like the idea of the cape being indestructible. Yeah, it it usually is the cape that's yeah. indestructible, but I know he also makes his clothes indestructible by mm-hmm. being having this aura on him. But obviously, he wraps her in the cape because yeah, 
and yeah. protect her. And she's uh, Smothers very, <laughs> she's very starry-eyed as he flies off. Oh, Bless very. you. Yeah. Yeah. And we got, uh, I mean, we got that really cool speed, that blur effect yep. going on. Yeah, but then explain to me this kind of light in a subsequent page. Is there what is happening? What is Superman doing? There's a very different art style here with the coloring. What is, oh, he, is he, he spinning or what's happening? He's how does he control he's, this? He's spinning. Okay. He's like he's creating a vacuum. Okay. To draw the fire to him, right? And essentially, surround himself in the fire, and he just brings it out like into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. a it's a great one page of him. Like, oh spinning yeah, around that one. Where, yeah, where he's spinning. Like the that, top. Yeah. The the one the page just before it just seemed like the fire was following him. Yeah, like, no, he's creating he's creating a vacuum. You yeah. can see like little rings. Yeah, the rings. From yeah, it. yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, the rings were a little bigger, but <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. That's just um, me being picky there, Connor. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I, I I guess I I've seen him do that stuff before, oh, okay. so yeah, maybe I just knew what it was. Yeah, because you know uh, maybe other artists' impressions you would have Superman being a blur, right? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, and he says like, oh, that woman almost died from your carelessness. Were they being careless? Is like the implication that they sort of started the like Lex started the fire, or I don't know because. You know, that's a bit of a big call from Superman. I mean, they may have been getting to it. Like, you know, whether they made it in time or not, they were still doing their job. It's not like... Just because they're not super fast doesn't mean that, you know... Anyway, so, you know, I think there's some reason to believe that he's unfairly Mm. abusing them. But, of course, we're led to believe that... um, That, you know, these are Lex minions anyway, so... Oh yeah, um, like they. I mean, they they pretty much Lois calls them mindless drones, really. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah. So Lex. Uh, so you know, she, she's this lady that Superman's rescued. She's a bit smitten. She calls him her angel, and that's like the front page of the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, so like Lex is gonna. <laughs> he's he's gone to her house and like there's her apartment, and he goes in the room and like she there's just this giant shrine mm-hmm. to Superman. Something happened there. She she whiffed in a bit too much smoke, I think, in that, uh, that burning <laughs> blaze. And she's and look what she's. You would thought she would have been traumatized. She surrounded herself with candles as well. Like, yeah, surely that's not a good move after having come out of a fire. Superman will save her. If she oh yeah, on actually, fire, probably. So... Maybe that's what she's hoping. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. so let's that, go to let's go to fall. Fall aptly named fall. Um, I'll read this out. Narrated by Lex Luthor, he considers his story to be a love story between a man and his city. His revenge starts after a night in jail. Miss Vaughn is part of this plan, drugging her so she can see non-stop images of Superman. Lois checks around Clark's desk and finds his notes with LL on them. She wonders if they mean Lois Lane, but Clark comes up behind her and reveals Lana Lang. The Daily Planet is gassed, with Lois and many others experiencing rapid pulse and high fever. Changing into Superman, he finds a train about to have an accident and he stops it. Later he finds Professor Crosby, a woman who was in an airtight suit when the gas was dispersed. After thinking about who could be behind it, the only person who could be behind it and or help is Luther. Confronting him, he asks Luther for help. When he reveals his hope in the form of Toxin, Miss Vaughn. With no choice, he helps Toxin with the antidote by spreading it into the cloud so it can pass through the rain. Everyone is cured but Toxin dies unexpectedly when they return to LexCorp. 
Through his words, Luther makes Superman believe that he is not enough to save anyone and Clark returns to Smallville. Mm. So the absolutely named Fall. Yes. And a really fantastic opening monologue from Luther. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know... Oh, yes. Oh, but just before that, the, the cover with... The yes, black, the cover. That, that black I love Superman. It. Yeah. Yeah. Really it's nice. a very, I guess, a... I wonder, like, I, I'm just wondering, did Dark Knight Returns start the whole Superman as, like, a black silhouette with just the red showing? Oh. I'd be interested to any fans that could uh, get back to me on that because I'm pretty sure there's a shot in Dark Knight Returns where he's yeah. all black and you just see, like, the S okay. and the cape and the underpants. So if any listeners, like, if there's any shots like this before the Dark Knight Returns, let me mm. know. Um, or, or po- yeah, we'll post them up on Twitter or something. Yeah, it, it looks great. And the lightning and mm. the LexCorp Tower he's flying towards, Book 3, Fall, definitely sets the tone for the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, like... like this is the fall, so this is like the darkest chapter in the story because yeah. it's all been pretty feel good so far. Yeah, yeah, you know. But a good, you know, most good stories have drama and characters hit low points and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and all of these little pictures of like Clark by the tree with the dog at the start of each mm-hmm. issue, like for each different season, I just think they're really nice touches. But uh, they are nice. Yeah, yeah, Lex's whole thing about like you know it being a love story between a man and a city and. Yes. And like, they... the public are essentially children, and he just rules the city. Yeah, he's such a, um, got such a big head. Oh, my position is never wrong. Never. Like, he's just so sure of himself. Yeah, yeah. And so, actually, this is a, a point, then, Connor, Lex, um, and you're saying it's concurrent with the Man of Steel. No, sorry, you'll have to remind me. So, is there history with Clark and Lex from Smallville? So, No. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I was about to say if there was, then that's not touched upon at all here. They're very no, much no. They're different. In, yeah. in Man of Steel, like at this point, they didn't know each other yeah. in Smallville. Yeah. Okay. Like Lex grew up in Suicide Slum. Ah, okay. You know, like he, he had a really bad childhood. Like it, it goes into it here. It like does, his yeah. dad it does, yeah. hit him and stuff. And yeah. uh, Where he, he learned, does. Yeah, he learned to seethe. Stuff like that. He does kill his dad. <laughs> I'm pretty well, yeah. sure he cuts, like, the brake lines or something. I don't know. Right. Um, yeah, he just implies it in this story, but nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Like, he's, and, you know, Le- like, Lex is an impressive person. Like, he's a self-made man. He came from nothing. Yeah. And he has he has made this city, pretty much. All these designs and stuff. Yeah. You know, they're all his. And you can sort of understand why, like, you can understand that jealousy because all like he's made this city he's built it uh, he's made it the city of tomorrow before that it wasn't city of tomorrow but then superman comes along and everyone just loves him despite all of his efforts to appear as a good person yeah and obviously has disdain for the public after that as well yeah yeah and uh yeah so this this picks up actually i think directly after man of seal 3 because at the end of that um the mayor deputized Superman and had Lex arrested because Lex staged oh, a terrorist okay. attack on the yacht, if you remember that. Oh, no, but yeah, yeah, okay. Because he stages, yeah, he stages a terrorist attack on the yacht to get Superman to show up to try and employ him. Oh, okay, right. And then Superman arrested him. So this really does kind of um, work with Man of Steel quite well. Yeah, but it can work without it. Like, you do not yeah, have yeah, to read sure. Man of Steel to get it at all. It's just like, I'm mentioning it, like, there's just sort of fun little No, I like tie-ins. it. Yeah, I like um, how it connects. How, how, like, obviously it pays respect to Man of Steel, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so... 
Lex is unhappy, and he's yeah, the... yeah, he's not not happy. He um <laughs> has a wine, and then there's a shower shot of him. Self pity is for lesser men. <laughs> <laughs> Even as a child, I understood that concept. And no one will ever pity Lex Luthor. Jeez, oh, Lex, jeez, you're so smart. Even back when you were a child. Um, <laughs> yeah, what did you make of this scene where um, he gets nicked by his personal assistant? Um, it was interesting. Mm, like, I guess you were you were meant to think that he was going to reproach her in some way, but he or was kill her. To, yeah, yeah, that's, that's all right. Yeah, but he yeah, but he refrained himself. Is that him just showing that he is taking the higher ground, or? I think, I think it could be. Yeah. But he's also talking about pity. Um, I'm not sure if he pities her. I mean, may or maybe it's just setting us up to think that. Oh, yeah, maybe off off panel he brutally maybe he slays just her. <laughs> shows he is not like a complete monster. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's still a monster, but like he's not gonna. I don't know. It it is an interesting. Yeah. Panel. I'm not um, sure what I the am... message was. Yeah, but maybe that is. They were just meant to keep it open. Um, I think. Uh, I think that's one of the things I like about it is you're just kind of wondering it because, mm. like, one of the reasons Lex is scary is because sometimes you just don't really know what he's going to do. Yeah. To <laughs> like the any true psychotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, all these poor people working for him is like, is he just going to have them whacked? What's he going to do? Mm. You know, be the worst boss to have. Yeah, exactly. To so on a whim, it's like you're fired. <laughs> Like, and like he's in a monologue and you still don't know what he's gonna do so <laughs> he's just like he's zoned out and like she's just trying she's talking to him while she's shaving him but he's zoned out <laughs> yeah, but he, he gets his a lot of his reputation back overnight yep um and uh fan this fantastic uh classic scenario superman hovering outside of lex's window mm-hmm We've seen them that scowling. Oh, yeah. And they're always scowling at each other. <laughs> There's a bit of a green tinge. I don't know if it's from the digital to Lex. He kind of looks almost... Um, goblin? Goblin. <laughs> goblin He's green got goblin. A, hu- a huge upper lip. He's got the seething happening to a T. Jeez, he's the master of that. Have a look. Let's see. But, yeah, there is a green... I said, but I think it's um, offset from the blue that comes off, so maybe that's why it comes across as green. Maybe it's the lighting inside. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. green. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's hulking uh, out. <laughs> it's a great panel, though. It is good. I, I like a it. Great, great page. Two pages. Uh, and it's like I, I don't know. I always, I always love seeing these two just stare at each other like this. There's just <laughs> yeah. no words spoken. They just hate each other. Um, yeah. And oh, you know, I, Superman's just yeah. waiting for him to slip up. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I saw this in the Death of Superman movie as well like they must have yeah, done this hundreds of was, times that was right? great yeah and lex was seething after their little conversation <laughs> that's right he's like you're just mad this city doesn't love you and he just freaks out he knocks out that um <laughs> dummy yeah on a brief tangent what did you think of lex's voice acting in that movie uh i think, think it was too weasley or no i think it's it, it um it came across it is kind of how i'd imagine it had that that level of um no not weasley but um snidiness a bit, yeah. a bit of ego to it did you like it or yeah, i'm mixed he's yeah. better in reign of okay. the superman because he has more to do same actor though same um, voice same actor, actor. okay yeah yeah, yeah. Then, we, then we have the classic uh lex is talking to superman and he's just staring at him yeah famous fleeting but lex luther is forever 
So that <laughs> as, as he's come over, his come over wisps in the wind. <laughs> How many times does he speak in the third person? Like, <laughs> I know, I know. He treats yeah. himself like he's some legendary yeah. figure. Yeah, in his mind, yeah, yeah. Know, he's, he's a god. Well, I and mean, we get, look, and again, sorry, yeah. but he has achieved a lot, a massive amount. You can't. Oh, deny I mean, it. yeah, he is like a mythic figure, yeah. really, yeah. but. You know, like Superman is too. Uh, he's more mythic, and just Superman has no ego. Is that is that what really pisses Lex off? That that Lex has built this thing to become the hero of Metropolis, and then in swoops in this guy that, in one flick of a switch, um, just you know, just yeah. endears the whole of Metropolis. That's ex- that's exactly why he hates him here. Yeah, because yeah. and like he tr- and he tried to re- he tried to hire Superman and mm. he got snubbed and arrested. So he ah, absolutely yeah. despises like his jealousy and yeah. hatred is insane. Um, because yeah, the, he's just Superman didn't build the city from the ground up or anything. Yes. Yeah, you know, just some upstart that's come in and just you know in two seconds has achieved everything that took him years and years to do. And like Lex refers to Autumn as fall. Yes. Instead, which is, you know, and it's very, very moody, those clouds outside oh, yes. of Lex Tower. Oh, then yes. we get some Clockwork Orange happening here. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I have. This is very yeah. <laughs> weird. Uh, this was a real left turn for me. Um, I don't know. It kind of took me out a little um, of the of the thing, because only because the art for so long has been quite, you know, quite pleasing to the eye and then all of a sudden you do get this <laughs> clockwork orange where bloodshot eyeballs and eyelids pried apart um she's left and and this actually to me made not much sense um so maybe you can elaborate uh, they're brainwashing her um by making her become even more infatuated with i mean she really was at a point that was you know beyond normal what are they doing here i think i think they're just making her into a drone Right. Essentially. And they're using, like, her worship of Superman just to turn her into a tool and just render her, like... So, uh, to to uh, convince her to wear a bikini as a, as a costume? <laughs> no, just, just to do whatever they say. Like, yeah, just okay. to do what they say without question. Like, you need to go help Superman with this. Superman needs your help. Yes, I'll do whatever, you know. Okay, and they're, okay. like, conditioning her to do that is the impression I got. Okay, um, yeah, it's I couldn't really see it from flashing images of Superman and repeating, you know, all this affirmative stuff on Superman to brainwash it. But like, I I can understand what you're you're saying. I'm not, I'm not sure the exact process. Mm, like, mm. you know, I mean, like the whole thing is because yeah, yeah like, this is not just... this is not how I would brainwash someone, Connor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like the disturbing angle though, because we are we are in Lex's point of view now. Well, it's, it certainly oh. shows the more sinister side of Lex, doesn't it? But for so long, he's just been doing the third person. I am great, and you know, you know, don't talk to me, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now we actually see something that he's actually doing that's quite evil. Well, one of the one of the like, I think they're just trying to increase our worship of Superman by yeah. showing like his great heroic acts, and like maybe make her want to be a bit like him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love I love how they snuck Action Comics one in yes, there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm <laughs> happy to have recognised that. So that was good. Yeah. Um, lots, lots of classic Superman poses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know. I, I, just, I, I, I get, I get yeah. your quibble though. Yeah. Because like I was I like it is it's not very clear. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and like, I don't need it explained to me, but it was, I was a bit muddled yeah. like until I kind of looked at it. Um, I mean, I get what they were kind of doing. Like eventually, you know, we see her as toxin and, and stuff, but, uh, it just, oh, I don't know, just a, a little weird way to do it. That's all. They're probably, yeah. Yeah. I can't, I guess the other thing is I can't think of how else they would do it though. Hmm. Like, because this is, this character you've set up, like, like her big weakness is like her love, like her worship for Superman. So that's that's the thing you would exploit, really. Yeah, I can't but maybe think of any... I mean, it's like they took a sledgehammer to it and just like pounded it. Like she was already to me like at the precipice of she's like lo- losing her mind. So <laughs> all it is is just like a couple of, you know, conversations. Um, you know, you can I you know just do it a bit more subtly. But Lex um, doesn't go halfway. No, he doesn't. No, he does all or nothing. I guess. I mean, I guess, but. Visually, it does look great. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I know that's like a. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that's like a. That's not only really me making excuse. I'm just saying, like, you know, if they did it differently, you wouldn't have gotten this these visuals, which like mm. is this, you know, really like Superman Clockwork Orange hybrid, which is like really weird and. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. like I just I don't I just like how I like the whole setup. Yeah. Um, and who's this Doctor uh, Doctor Tang? Is he um. Did we see him before? No. No, right, I'm pretty sure. Another... No. Dude, I don't have my encyclopedia here, though. It's on the floor over no, across we, the way. Because we came across another Asian um, mad professor or doctor. Uh, no, I think I think Dr. Tang is actually in, like, Burns Run, though. Okay. I'm pretty sure. He sounds very familiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he, he is... Uh, he was in the Superman animated series. Ah. Kelt Crate Bizarro. Okay, I don't know. I'll um, I'll look it up after. Doesn't. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, no. He he was in uh, Man of Steel. I think he's the guy. Man I think Steel. he was the guy in China who scanned his clothing to make Bizarro or something. Oh, okay. Sorry, listeners. It's been a couple. Of, it's been a couple of years since I've read uh, Burns <sighs> Man of Steel. Um, Unacceptable. But uh, this this is my favorite. We're coming up to my favorite scene mm-hmm. in the comic. So, did you read the letter? Uh, I started to. I thought, oh, I better, I better give it a read. I got as far as the harvest, and then I thought, okay, that's probably enough. Because <laughs> most of it's him just wanting the dog, which I found really funny. Oh, it's called oh, Shelby. Really, a Shelby. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, maybe the dog should move in with me, but you guys probably wouldn't be happy with that. <laughs> it's just, it's such an innocent letter. Like, there's nothing yeah. sinister at all there. Like, he's literally just talking about his dog. Yeah. And... Well, I got the sense of that. It was funny because he does look a little annoyed that Lois is snooping. Like, it's, she should learn her boundaries. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's she totally should. She is reading, like, a personal letter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I absolutely love Clark's... Like, this whole exchange, like, Clark's face. He's just so stern and disapproving. Yeah. It's oh, like, this... this is not what decent people do. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly, exactly. His eyes cannot get it any smaller. Like, this and... is crossing the line, really. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that was the shot I was talking about. Um, sorry, it wasn't Vaughn. It was Lois Lane and Clark uh, yeah. just standing just metres taller. <laughs> so yeah. It's a really cool shot. Uh, but, yeah, she looks very nice shot of Lois at the one at the bottom as well. I thought that was good. Oh yeah, mm. and she's she's trying to make excuses and stuff. And... Yeah, well, I mean, it's fair enough. LL for sure. I, I guess, but like you can see her sweating. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. no, that that's, that's for later reasons. on. Oh um, yes, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. 
but it's it's a good because I don't. One of my quibbles with the some Lois and Clark dynamics or the Chris Reed movies is I don't like when Clark kind of unless Clark's deliberately doing it to put on an act like. Mm. He just lets her walk all over him, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know. I think and I get yeah. that initially, but yeah. like, if he's in love with her, yeah, and she's treating him like crap all the time, it's yeah. a bit weird. Um, but here, like, I guess for this, for this, because this Clark Kent's a lot more assertive, yeah, than all the others, right? You know, so yeah, it would I... make sense that he would be like, "Hey, don't do that." Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I, I put it down to yeah, he doesn't want to obviously. He still wants to be very much under the radar for stuff. So even like you know, with Lois telling him off and stuff, I, I can imagine yeah. him rather picking the you know the quiet route rather than try to cause a fuss. Yeah. Um, for that sense, yeah, in that sense, but yeah. 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 It's just yeah when like Lois would obviously do bad things. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess that this just really just stems from my my not understanding Clark's attraction to Lois in <laughs> Superman the movie. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I do get why he lets her walk all over him. It's just, if you're in a love triangle with yourself and you let and you want your Clark persona, personality to win, hmm. but you let it get walked away, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I'm, on, I'm on a tangent, I'm not making sense, and I don't even know if I agree with my own point anymore, so let's just <laughs> move on. But Lois collapses in his arms. Okay, can I also, oh, I've got to mention this, um, as she collapses... Is a for me one of the funniest bits in this whole book. I don't know if it's meant to be funny, but for me it looked almost like a Simpsons moment. It's with Lex just having a drink <laughs> upstairs, and you see that the a whole shot of Lex Corp just it says truth, and then interspersed with Lois collapsing, you see him with his drink saying justice. I just I found it funny because like he's just such a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> like but look at his, Lois. Look at his face at the end and the American way. Like you cannot get any more smug than the look on that bastard's face. Yeah, we'll get down to that <laughs> yeah. in a sec because I love mm. like everyone in the planet's collapsed and yeah. Perry just walks in. And he's just like, "Great Caesar's ghost! Yeah. <laughs> All my reporters have collapsed." <laughs> it's a massively, it'll be a massively um, stressful, pan- traumatic thing to to witness. Like, yeah, anything where like masses just. Um, react in the same way is is pretty worrying. Yeah, oh no, it's obviously really bad. But mm. I just I find it funny. Like Perry is probably already having a stressful day, and he just comes in. <laughs> his whole staff has collapsed, and he, oh, he yeah. just great Caesar's ghost yeah. like the exclamation. <laughs> He'd be able to survive anything. That guy, you know, the amount yeah. of stress that he goes through. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they um, also so... they almost share a kiss as well. Uh, you know, yeah. Some Can sorts. you like? So these next three panels, I don't understand what's going on here. Is he giving her like? Yes, I think mouth oh, to mouth. Oh, so he's resuscitating it. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I think he's trying. Because I was a bit confused. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you then, thought he was trying he... to take advantage of her? Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I thought I thought he might have been doing that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like giving her like uh, first aid, but yeah. um, because well, he might be just checking for her breath. I don't know. It looks a lot like mouth to mouth. <laughs> like he's checking for her breath with his mouth right above hers. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess maybe he was just helping her breathe. I don't know, but uh, you know, whatever. It's just it just it disorient because like he just says in the next panel she has high fever, rapid pulse, but I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, let's just assume he gave her mouth to mouth and and mm-hmm. move on. And. Uh, 
Yeah, that that shot of Lex. I mean, you said it, I, I love it. It's like, yeah. it's like, uh, it really is like a Norman Rockwell uh, painting, or like just I don't know a painting in general. It's like you know the silhouette of a powerful man. Yeah. His um, black suit. It's very yeah. imperial. Yeah. Uh, Napoleon. Um. <laughs> but it, it's just so. Um... He's so happy with himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's very smug. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, Clark, yeah, Clark rushes off. And some, I really love that panel of him jumping down the elevator. Yeah, he's, um, his little feet. I <laughs> <laughs> just noticed. <laughs> well, it's because his pants are his so pants baggy. pants are so big, yeah. yeah. Look, the pa- his pants are up to his belly button. Even, even more so. Yeah. High pants. It's quite fashionable yeah. <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> and so, yeah, we get... Lex is a real bastard, isn't he? Very, very much He's, so. He has poisoned the whole city just yes. to get Superman. And can I point this out again, Connor? You know where I'm going. Uh, we get the train again uh, for different reasons, but Superman yeah. stopping this train. Or is it a monorail? It's one of these futuristic-looking things. I mean, it it it's it it's a train, like you know, it it's a it's a metropolis train. Right. Um, How many trains have come up against Superman? Well, I mean, it's classic imagery, you it know. Is. Yeah. And like, uh, I mean, come on, this is a great. <laughs> train. You cannot complain no. about the presence of trains because, like, as you said, there's a there's an actual reason for this. Everyone's poisoned. Yeah. That, trains are going to go out of control. That, that is true. And and I did mention before I like the handprints that he has on the train at the end. Oh yeah, it's it's great watching him just stop stuff and yeah, really good. Like, yeah, and again, there's I see the little TS ninety eight there from Tim Sale. Perfect. Yeah. I wonder how much these prints these prints would go for. I know. I was thinking. I was thinking as reading. It's like, man, I want some of these. Yeah. <laughs> they probably have gone in a heartbeat. Like in nineteen ninety eight, moment it was released, mm-hmm. someone's bought it. Especially after the long Halloween was so big as well. Oh, so did that come before before this? Yeah, a couple of years before this. Oh, okay. And like, uh, there, there's some. I love. There's some really good shots of Superman flying around mm-hmm. yeah. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the handprints are great. Yeah. But uh, you know, Superman's obviously very concerned. You can see the worry in his eyes because everyone's dead. Yeah. Uh, except for this chick, who's pretty lucky. <laughs> Isn't she like at the right place at the right time? She, oh yeah, she had, the, had the suit on. She was in a and she was in like a quarantined. Uh, what is it? She say she was um she was in a biochemical plant or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Superman just goes there to basically. Th- this page is literally just him. Oh, it's Star Labs, sorry. Just, um, just yeah, I mean, because Star Labs is kind of the go-to place for him. And it's also, it also has to start, because he's not going to go straight to Lex Luthor. Yeah. Is, that, is um, Star Labs in Metropolis? Yes. Oh, it is, okay. Right. Yeah. And, uh... I thought it was in, what's, uh, what's a Flash's something city? Um, uh, where is, where's he situated? Oh, Central City. Central City, yeah. I Central, thought. I think that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah. Um... So I, I love the, like, Lex is like, you can't come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can probably hear me anyway. So, you know, I'm going to keep my back turned towards you and you can just listen. <laughs> yeah. And Lex kind of implies here that it might be Superman's fault that there's a virus. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I think he's playing the mind games, isn't he? He's just saying that, you know, you're not from here. 
um, maybe you brought it along, you know? Yeah, and Superman, like, he heavily suspects that Lex is behind it. Yeah. So he just doesn't want to risk breaking in to do it, though. Mm. Like, he just doesn't want to take that risk. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, Lex is brainwashed, like, in her, like, quote-unquote superhero outfit, I yeah. guess. Yeah, all right. Um, Surprised she doesn't have an L on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> Very nineties uh, uniform yeah. here. Uh, nice headgear. She's got a huge syringe <laughs> or something uh, of a, a bio. It, it did throw me a bit because it was very, um, it was very weird for like this art style, wasn't it? Yeah. So similar to the Clockwork Orange scenario, mm. this is a bit weird. But it's so weird because. For the whole time, you don't come across any other, apart from those exosuits of Lex, you don't yeah. come across any fantastical, you know, um, uniforms. It's kind of like this whole chapter's a really warped version of the previous two chapters, you know what I mean? Like, because mm. it's from the bad guys' perspective now, everything's grey. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's definitely a shift in colour, yeah. Like, um, and then you have, like, this weird imagery like she kind of looks like an evil scientist person mm. i mean she's called toxin for god's sake um yeah so like you know i mean it's uh it's it, again it's like i can't like for me it just works with the plot if that makes sense yeah. even if the design threw me because it's like well this is how this is how his plan would progress and this is how the plot's going so even if the design threw me a bit it still made sense yeah to me it's just it like the de- it's not okay it's not the design that doesn't make sense it's just it cl- i don't it clashes a bit with the art style i suppose like it's something it you does. would expect to see in a house style 90s comic right like yes. that's an outfit straight yeah you know, it's just missing some pouches but um <laughs> no i know exactly what you mean it, yeah it's, it's not but it's done every- in like this gorgeous sort of yeah art full of landscapes and you know character portraits well, and you know, let's just say it. Everything has been done rather stylish, like with some style. Yeah. You know, and then you get this kind of dare I say, tacky '90s. And I love the '90s, yeah. but you get this tacky '90s costume, um, and it just it doesn't fit with the art art style, and it doesn't it fit doesn't. with the whole story. Like it. I um, guess I give it a I give it mostly a pass because it fits fits with the plot progression. Oh yeah, it does, um, and she's wacko anyway. So yeah, she could like have I been can't, a, yeah, I can't really imagine alternative scenarios, like or an alternative design for her, because mm. you kind of want to make her look like a superhero sort of style. But she doesn't really do much, though. Like, well, she just no. But I think that's stuff. for her benefit. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's saying, like, "Oh, I'm I'm being like Superman now. You know, I can yeah. help him." Um, that's right. True. Yeah, it, it's bizarre though. Uh, I give it mostly a pass. That's just me, you know. Well, I mean, to be to be honest, I um, I had more. Um, I took umbrage more <laughs> with the Clockwork Orange. Oh, really? This. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really. Didn't I mean? But it did kind of throw me a little. But I thought, yeah, okay, well, it's just just her being being her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, she even has her like superhero name Toxin. Yeah, Toxin is my new name, White Suit. Never, yeah. never, as a life, life, um, you know, life hack here, Connor. Never, <laughs> never give yourself a nickname. It's never good, and uh, this is a prime example. <laughs> uh, I feel like it might be Lex that gave her that name. 
Oh, okay. I assumed it was her. Cause like, um, we don't really know. No, but, um, okay. I assumed she said, oh, it's my, my new name. But yeah, anyway. She's kind of gone by this point. So she She's totally wacko. Um, so Superman doesn't want to endanger her, but she's like, you know, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So they fly off. And uh, Lex is monologuing about his dad. Like, all, all the Lex dialogue is so good here. Like, he's talking about himself, of course. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, and this so hmm. they, so she sprays the clouds. It starts raining and everyone recovers. Yep. And Lois is like, poppies? <laughs> yeah, weird, eh? Um, you know, so it, it yeah. Um, everyone's getting up. It's kind of weird how Lois is the only one that required medical attention, but maybe she's a very high-strung person. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, but but yeah, I mean, everyone gets up, but ironically, unfortunately, Toxin does not make it. Yeah, which is sad, really, yeah. because well, she was she's a bit of a tragic figure, wasn't she? Oh yeah, she's just used completely. Yeah. Like, and Superman takes it like, and oh, how good is all this lightning going on? Yeah, it's crazy. I really like good. I really like the one where Lex is just standing on the other side of the glass and oh, Superman. That's so good. And the lightning, as you say, it's how really sinister nice. does he look? Yeah. <laughs> and his shoulders are broad. Actually, he's got an imposing look on him. Oh, definitely. Um, um, this is a you know it's a powerful shot, I guess. Yeah. You don't mess with Lex. Um, and it just shows, like, yeah, it just shows, I don't know, this whole thing is just how evil he is, because he's, he's just killed someone yep. to get to him. And, Pretty like, much. you know, he did poison the whole city, but this is, I don't know, this, come, this comes across as particularly evil. Oh, yeah. Uh, Albeit, it's funny, though, because it's just one life compared to the whole city. Yeah. But it is still pretty, you know, terrible what he's done. And the, the rain coming off Superman yep. is great Yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, this shot of um, Lex... Uh, almost purple looking um go back to wherever you came from before you fail us all mm-hmm. that reminded me mostly of uh, of jeff lemire's art um really okay. loved his art um yeah just the way because he uses watercolors as well um and he's got that kind of i don't know how you'd call it um stylized way of, of, of drawing um yeah. yeah very very good so lex kind of uh all right so he kind of um you know, strip Superman of his morale here. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to get your read on this. So, do you think Superman thought he was responsible for this? Or do you think it's, like, kind of something that's built up over time and he just feels, you know, with all with all this isolation he's been feeling and everything and now someone's died and he couldn't help them, you yeah, know? I, I think like, it was a build-up. How build, do you read yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was a build-up. I think he was feeling a bit off anyway. He may have been a bit homesick. Smallville, um, it's it's just it's just part and parcel of someone. If you move to a bigger city, um, yeah, you probably get a bit homesick. And then he has this this first major confrontation with Lex, and there are first ramifications with. Um, so I don't know. Not so much that he feels responsible responsible for the death of, of Vaughn, but um, just that. He doesn't feel confident. Yeah, he. I think mm. Lex has really played him well. Like he hasn't. And I guess he's he's a bit overwhelmed as well because he yeah. Lex is pretty savagely attacking him here. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't just... want to say he's intimidated by Lex, but like I think he definitely got to him. 
But he's, you, you know, know Lex is playing. He just doesn't want to deal with this. Yeah, I mean, Lex is playing all to his insecurities, and it, it's all working, kind of thing. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, and you know, because we got to remember, Clark's not. Clark is, you know, he is a bit naive at this point still. Mm, yeah. So, and like Lex is pretty obviously playing on his insecurities, but you know, Clark is a bit of a country boy, so yeah. You know. Yeah. How, how did you take it? I was, yeah, well, I wanted to get your read on it because I thought of those two ideas. For me, if what wouldn't make sense, like if he thought it was he was the virus, that wouldn't have made any sense because he nah. goes back to Smallville. No one died in Smallville. Yeah. Oh, no, um, I I'm not, I don't think I did get a read on it until now, honestly. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like thinking about it. I wasn't really sure what to make of it. So, yeah, I, I guess I just, I like don't... The, the obvious thing is that he does kind of blame himself for her death. Like yeah. that death is on his shoulders, yeah. regardless. That's what I sort of took from it. Yeah. Um, but but he returned to small Smallville before because he was um, kind of lonely and just I don't know he wasn't feeling right in Metropolis. Um, so yeah. this again kind of kind of happens, and it's just someone. It's, it's kind of like returning to your security blanket, and I think um, and that's what they kind of built with Smallville. It's kind of this very familiar. Um, a lot of support in Smallville, yeah. Um, and yeah, so he yeah, he just goes back to to there. Yeah, and he wants to go back for a while. Yeah, you know, um, you know, and like uh, it's a it's a great ending monologue there from Lex. Yeah, you know, love story full of betrayal, anger, tragedy, and revenge. And revenge. Yeah, he he yeah. does it, doesn't he? He. He delivers. Lex just makes waves wherever he goes, doesn't he? <laughs> oh gosh, he's uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's always here to ruin someone's day. Like, he is, isn't he? He's yeah. A, he's such a, you know, if he if he focused on good, I'm sure he'd do very well. So there was less the uh, the thing I noticed about that there's less like majestic spreads. There was less spreads in general in that issue because it was very plot driven. Uh huh. Um, but I think at this point in the book you're invested enough that you don't need spreads every two seconds, you know? Like, it doesn't need to set the mood because the mood's already been set. Like, you know, you just got to progress the characters. And I think doing too many spreads would probably be too disruptive as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's good to have a one-page, like a one-pager, but those those two-page spreads... um, If they were there all the time, it would... Yeah. They'd lose lose what makes them special as well. Yeah, exactly. Um... So, yes, we will get on to Winter. Winter. I'll read this one out. Narrated by Lana Lang, she reveals she wanted to marry the boy next door and become Mrs. Lana Lang Kent, but it was when she found out what he could do that it felt like her dreams crashed down. In Metropolis, Lex feels that Superman being on is exactly what it should be. While Lois starts to think of something that becomes dismissed because it is stupid, Clark is Superman. Clark and Lana have a good time together, and meeting back with Pete, who mentions to Clark and Lana how wrong it is that they are not moving on. The Kents and Lana have dinner when news comes in of a flood. When Lana mentions how they still have a man who can change the course of Marty Rivers, Mara and Pa Kent are shocked to learn that she knows. Over a father-son talk, Clark mentions that he thought he could, but that he can't do anything. But Pa Kent has him learn that he has limits, and that he has to live with that. The next day, Pa and Clark Kent, wearing a Superman costume, go out and help the town against the Flood. Before leaving, Lana makes it clear that even though her dreams were yanked away, the boy she knew is still under Superman's costume. 
As town people watch, Superman saves the day for all places of Smallville, such as fixing a damaged dam with just trees and boulders. Lana and the Kents get into an accident, almost drown, until Superman arrives. He goes out again to save his father and once more save their family dog. Later that night, the words of Smallville's pastor, that the seasons may be grim but helpless for the future, makes townspeople happy, including Clark. Back in Metropolis with his article on the front page, Superman wants one of Lex Luthor's exosuits to send Lex Luthor a message. He's back. He, saved a, he saves a kid that he had saved before who introduces himself as Trevor, though people call him Trev. Superman replies that folks call me Superman. Mm. So, this is the end, winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it was... Um... I don't know, what did you think of... Um, so we, we veer away from Metropolis now and yeah. and we have Superman all costumed out in, in Smallville. Um, yeah, what did you think of this uh, as a I way love, to finish it off? I really like the reactions of the guys, the, the three card-playing guys in the boat. Mm-hmm. It's like, for once, Tom's speechless. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I don't know, I think... Oh god! Obviously, there's so much thematic stuff. As you know, with Clark in the Superman costume in Smallville, yeah. at the end of this book, um, there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, I go because that question kind of ties into everything, doesn't it? Really, mm. like yeah, yeah. you know, and part of the, uh, Pete's anger at Lana and Clark for coming back. What did you make of that? Yeah, I think this is the culmination of um, what was kind of touched upon earlier about, um, is that right, about like Clark coming back because um, he hasn't made good with his opportunity in, in Metropolis. And himself as well, mm. I think. He, yeah. He's kind of running back to Smallville. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because um, Pete, I mean, his dream is to get out of there, right? And he's, I guess, yeah, and he's annoyed that they're coming back, whereas he can't get out. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, if I was Peter, I'd be annoying that they kind of both snubbed him. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. No, yeah, true. They didn't really snub him, but, you know. Well, they, they kind of, they did, though, didn't they? I mean, they mentioned that, like, um, they used to, he used to sit behind them at school or something, and, um, you know, um, Clark and I knew Pete all our lives. Uh, he sat behind me all through grade school and sat next to us every day at lunch. He's definitely a third wheel. Yeah, but yeah, so he wasn't told. I mean, like, Clark didn't tell him of no, he his didn't, secret. Yeah. Um, but th- then again, it's it's because of just chemistry, right? I mean, he, he was into Lana. I mean, and as you say, as you say yeah, he's a perfect third wheel. Um, yeah. Does he prove to have uh, feelings towards Lana later on? Yes. Yeah. Do yeah. they marry, right? Or... Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. okay. There's yeah. continuity as well, which is because at the end, she goes, maybe I'll give Peter a call. Yeah, okay. So... You know, and like it's nice that they found each other. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because Clark Clark can't really be no with Lana. Like not not for plot reasons, just for reasons. You know, yeah, it's part yeah. of it's not part of him anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I I mean, how great is this cover though? I think this is my favorite cover out of uh, the four of them. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, let's just go swing back to it. Uh, d- d- going back. Going back. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, it's good. He's a lot cleaner, isn't he? Um, yeah, and I just I love the snow yeah. and, like, the sort of cape over Smallville and stuff. And the shop fronts, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, know, I, like, I, like, the, um, I like the autumn one, the, the fall one. But, uh, no, this is good too. Very good. And I guess another thing with 
him being in the Superman costume, it, in Smallville was like, he can't run away from being Superman. Mm. Because, like, he's needed, and that's his calling. You know, even if he go, even if he runs back to Smallville to escape, you yeah. can't escape it because there's a flood and he has to rescue people. Yeah. And I think also the significance of him in costume is also, as they, as Lana says later on, it's just really Clark under there. And so we get kind mm. of a, a common a tying in now of we get Superman in Metropolis doing his thing. We get yeah. Clark at the beginning, but now we get Clark really in the Superman suit, um, saving people he knows and you know making it a lot more personal. And it's a it's a great line. It's a great few lines as well. Like she's saying, you know, people people are asking why, like why is Superman? You know, mm. as we mentioned before, why is he sticking his neck up for other people? Why isn't he mm. doing anything for himself? And like to Lana, the answer is just really simple. She just laughs and like it's Clark. Like that's just what he does. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's such a simple answer to a complicated question. Yeah, and you know, it's it's really nice as well. Yeah, and it I, I is. Love... It is because they because it's it just yeah. There's something about it. I don't know. It's just because she obviously she knows Clark, and it's it's the person rather and, than yeah. Yeah, and it's also where she came from. Like yeah. she didn't grow up with that cynicism. Like she knows that mm. people can just be good. Yeah, and that there is innocence and stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, I love how like. Like in the first few like pages, Lex has kind of put his uh his goons running Metropolis, and he's like flying in the LexCorp yeah. uh, billboard to cover the Superman one. And you know, it's, it's what was that? He's flying in the so you know the two page spread with the LexCorp goon, yeah, yeah. Uh, citizen. Oh yeah, so he's put it in front. Oh yeah, yeah. he does. <laughs> and it funny. suits and like it suits Winter because. You know, no Superman. It's not bright at all. Yeah, it's yep. just very dead, uh, sterile. You know, yep. and uh, all as well. No word or sign of Superman. All is as it should be. <laughs> yeah, he's such, a, he's such a dick. It's funny. He's obsessed. He is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> very pleased. Um, and so I guess we should probably talk about Lois toying with the idea that Clark is Superman. I was about to say exactly the same thing. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I, I guess it had to be. It had to be a address right uh, this is my take it had to be addressed because i guess as a reader they leave town at the same time yeah but not yeah. only that i guess ex- expectations of readers you'd probably be ex- like i was expecting like you know is there a hint of lois catching wind of of superman and clark um so i i, I thought this was a nod from from um jeff Loeb to to say yeah mm. okay look i know of it and, and i'm addressing it and she just pan- yeah she she pans it basically um, yeah because you know yeah there are so many coincidences when they're both kind of missing so there's only so many so much you know that can happen before yeah you would ask that question um but why did why do you think she she fobs it off um i mean just be i guess it it's like it's so ridiculous this is yeah, I, I guess part of the thing is they really don't explore that much in this series. Mm. Like, they don't really explore the difference between Clark and Superman. Well, they do, but, like, they don't mm. they don't devote time no. to showing, oh, I'm going to act differently as Clark Kent than I no. am as Superman, yeah, if you know what I mean. Absolutely like, not. No, yeah, you're that, right. That's, that's covered in other books. Yeah. Uh, so having this here, it's like there's less of an argument for her not to know. Mm. really yeah 
but uh he does like he does obviously he carries himself very differently as clark kent like he just he changes his hair and stuff but on the other hand uh clark is on the flip side of that clark's pretty unique looking in this series yeah as well yeah so eight eight foot tall (laughs) like i buy it as a concept but i mean it's just i kind of hand wave this I did as well. I didn't really bother too much about it. Like we it's like, know, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, I'm like, she should figure this out. But yeah. this isn't, this isn't really a problem that's exclusively for yeah. this comic. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it was, you know, that's for something else. This is not. Really, yeah, that, that, not this important. is, this is a symptom of like the problem that is Lois is kind of stupid when it comes to this. Mm. It's. Uh, have you ever seen Frasier? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know the brother Niles yeah. and his attraction to Daphne and the whole yeah. thing is like she never realises it it's yes. kind of a similar situation but yeah. in her head like she just turns it off like anytime that suspicion sneaks up she's like no he's just a friend know, like you know maybe it's a similar thing here Could I be. mean yeah. I don't know uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't dwell too much at all on this um, for, yeah, yeah, because... it was, but it was ha- I was happy that it was in, in there because it was like okay right Lobes tick that box. Um, he's addressed it. Yeah, it does feel like a box tick, doesn't yeah. it? And I mean, I feel I feel like it had to be addressed because mm. it, yeah, it does. Yeah. Clark and Superman leaving at the same time. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, uh... how else could you explain it? Like Superman goes away because of what happened recently, and then all of a sudden, like Clark's gone. It, it, it would be really hard to explain that as as a story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and and how the other like how Perry White how the the Dalek planet views it yeah yeah I mean, but you know Clark conscious over has his glasses mm. uh, generally more timid yeah uh, but yeah I guess I guess the art style makes it kind of obvious so yeah I'm just I'm, I'm just ha- <laughs> like I just have to hand wave it because yeah. it's come on Miles <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's right no. under your nose yeah yeah uh, but you know that's yeah. I, yeah, as I said, it was very fleeting. I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't, um... I mean, if he if he wasn't so distinct art wise, it wouldn't be a problem. I think. Yeah. Um, not that it's really a problem anyway, because uh, anyway, uh, the artwork is well as usually artwork. Right? We get to see everything covered in snow, really. Mm-hmm. And it looks good. I like how him and Lana go out. She's got like those earmuffs on. Yeah, I, I like the innocence again. Like she yeah. says to him, like uh, I don't know any other fully grown men still wearing their kind of Letterman's jacket because um, he's still wearing his high school thing, uh, the Smallville um, jacket. They, so it, again, it just shows his innocence. They make uh, so they make the snow angels right. And then <laughs> Lana says, "Clark, yours looks just like." Yeah. <laughs> Did you understand that? Because I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was a penis, but oh, <laughs> I, to... I don't okay. think it's that. <laughs> I think it's meant to be an angel. I mean, seriously. Yeah, but they're making snow. Oh, yeah, I know. So I know. Maybe so that's so that's the thing. Like that's it looks like two things I know. <laughs> a rocket, or it looks oh, like maybe a rocket. Yeah. Or maybe it looks like Superman, but it could be a rocket. I don't know. It was nah, weird. Superman's too much of a stretch. Nah, it's, I reckon it's a rocket. something I'd have to ask Tim Sale about. Um, yeah. Is he on Twitter? Let's do it. Is he? I asked. Oh, I keep asking Dave Gibbons things. But he never responds. Because uh, uh, I have questions. Damn it! Questions about world's finest. But uh, let's see if Tim uh, Sale is on Twitter. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw him a line. Can he ask? What the hell did Clark make in the snow? 
As long as it's not yellow, as long as it's not his name, I think we're we're good. Oh uh, yeah, he is. I think. Um, doesn't seem very active though. So. Okay. Whatever. I, I like Clark's happy face. That was funny. <laughs> it, it's cool. It's really cool to see the same set pieces from the first issue, yeah. But in a different season, yeah. Uh, like with all, they do it so well. Because uh, we don't talk about, we haven't talked about it as much. But like the the seasons really are there thematically, like visually and mm. thematically, where the story goes. Oh yeah. Um, and they they sum it up at the end as mm. well. So yeah, then we've already talked about this scene where Pete gets up them for yeah. And uh, you know, one of it turns out one of the car players has died. I know, yeah, that was, was a bit of a, a bit of a shock, but I guess I guess um, makes sense. It yeah. does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just shows the, I guess the like the monotony of their of their lives and yeah, know, time yeah, does pass of, and yeah. Yeah, I'm not like. Yeah, is it supposed to be? I don't know. Is it supposed to be positive? I guess no. It just shows time passing. I guess because mm, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it was like, it, does it show that Smallville is just unchanging? Um, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so. Like a little bit of that. Like, uh, yeah, there's a, a consistency with Smallville all throughout, and like, because they've been there, everything, and, and so this is a point of difference, and it's because time has passed and people age, and yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, lots of lots of nice scenes here again. Um, the, I really like the uh, Chief Parker, like with his raincoat. Raincoat, sorry, I think that's drawn really well. Like the way the water's coming off it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's really convincing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so this this kind of starts the um, like I guess the big event. I mean, geez, they can't catch a break. There was a tornado before, and now there's. A, to be fair, that would have been years ago. True, true. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not disparaging that. Oh you know, yeah, that is one yeah. after the other. It's just that. Um, yeah, these poor people live in, you know, these conditions. And uh so anyway, yeah, the flood's starting. Well we um, get we before that we get the oh. uh shot again, the same shot of Clark lying in the bed. Uh oh, hang on. Oh yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, he's with his dog this time though, looking through Oh yeah, he's looking through um the album his mum made of all of his uh heroic efforts. Oh yeah. And yeah. His, and his um his bedroom's changed obviously. It's yeah, it's more like a guest room. It yep. looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I like how that three times it's kind of popped up. And then Park Kent's like, "Hey, yeah, limitations. You know, you got to realize you can't do everything." Yeah. Although originally they probably thought he could do everything, but it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> turns it. out he does have limitations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we get the reveal, obviously, of um, Lana actually um, knowing. Yeah, because the Kents didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, probably wouldn't be too surprising to them. Yeah, really. I mean, they've probably known Lana for as long as they, you know. And yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I love the flood. It's like, well, nothing like having a son who can change a course of mighty rivers. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, that that does sound like it'd be quite handy for a flood, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So off he goes. There's off he goes um to. To try and stem this uh, this flood that's happening. Yeah, I, I mean, it, the rain's really great. The rain's you get, good. Yeah. You get the sense of motion. Um, you get the sense it's actually raining and stuff. It's not static or anything. Mm. Uh, and, you know, as, and yeah, here they're on their boat in the middle of the street and they see Superman. Yeah. 
Um, like I must say, obviously one of the most remarkable things I've probably ever seen in Smallville. Uh, I'd say the most remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a great shot of him flying over and seeing like the flooded farms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. I mean, it's funny because a, a large part of that spread is of the back of Superman, but it's still quite quite detailed. Does, doesn't well, he have a doesn't he have a sign on the back of his cape? Oh, sometimes. Oh, okay. Sometimes he doesn't. He doesn't hear. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 the guy who's like no sign at the back, but you know. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I like how there's cracks in the dam. Yep. And stuff. There's like yeah, most of the shots of Superman's back, but everything else is pretty detailed as well. So. Yeah. He's got a very yeah. thick neck. So these are all great shots of Superman throwing rocks. It's all very kinetic. Yeah. yeah. It's showing his might. Yes. His power. Uh, you know, another story, Ray, where Superman's just preventing disasters the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know? Are you starting to appreciate the significance of uh, yeah, stopping I mean, floods well, this, and stuff well, for this the character? One, this one, this story, uh, yeah, it's good. It's fine. It's, um, you know, it's for his well, who family. El- who else is going to stop a flood? Who Wonder else? Woman? Come yeah, on. With a lasso. Oh, yes. Lasso. <laughs> Aquaman. Ray, maybe you should take high Aqu- school physics again. <laughs> Aqu- Aquaman. Can't Aquaman's Aquaman's busy. Can, can he control water? Yeah. Wait. Oh, jeez. I don't know. You can. No, I don't think so. He can control like um. You can talk to fish. Yeah, you can talk to things. I don't know if he can. No, he can't control water. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no one can hate because this isn't an Aquaman podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Look, I I do appreciate Superman doing doing the good for the small town. It's it's very good every now and again. Yeah, the all the water effects look great here and stuff. Yeah, I really, really love nice. when he saves the dog, and the dog's like licking him, and he's just bent. Like yeah. he's very gentle. Oh, man, in that that's, scene, that's so that's so cool. Like, and, and just the fact that the dog re- uh, Shelby recognizes him. Oh yeah, yeah it's totally. very very sweet. And um, that's like an old and raggedy dog as well. Oh, it's a- they mentioned it's uh, Shelby's yeah. aging as well, so it's an old dog. And uh, for a split second, Martha, you, you think the dog's gone. Like she said that you know she's gone. But Clark hears it yeah. barking. Yeah, yeah. It's a very very sweet moment. There. It's one of my favorite panels. Uh, just yeah. Yeah, the way he's drawn, you know, it just—it looks so real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even though he's very exaggerated, just the way, yeah. like, the body language yeah. is so real. Yeah. Um, I, I really like actually. For me, it's when he's cradling Jonathan in his arms at the bottom. He says, "You can put me down now, son." Just the face of Jonathan is really, I think, really, um, yeah, kind of really sweet. I mean, because he, he obviously he almost died. Um, yeah. But his son is now taking care of him. It's yeah, it's good. And I mean, uh, the way Superman's body language it reminds... I, I feel like All-Star must have gotten inspiration from this. The sort of very relaxed posture he has a lot, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. In which, remember... uh, which one are you... Like, which uh, shot are you looking at here? Well, like, just him with the dog. You remember... Yeah, some, yeah. Like, the shot in All-Star Superman where he's just sitting on the cloud, just relaxed, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is very... Like, he's got a very similar build as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then we, then we have this, this is a pretty nice scene in the, uh, book where they're all at church and it kind of sums up the, you know, I mean, we, we, you already sort of figure it, but it does kind of put it into yes. writing yeah. like the meaning of each of the seasons. Yep. So yep. winter is like where everything gets stripped down so it can grow properly in the spring. Yeah. 
which means you know everything's on the up and up really yeah true um you know very well i think there's a really good summation here as well i mean and and like um like you know the books uh, the chapters are all split up into seasons but yeah this just kind of um, Wraps it, yeah, yeah, consolidates what what it is, and and it's like really the good. seasons are significant; they're not just visual. Yeah. So, I mean, it's done so, it's done so well. It's not like that they've blatantly shown that each chapter was like winter, not not just on on you know face value as well. Like there's a lot of stuff in it that encapsulates uh, winter, mm. and and this just verbalizes it really well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely yeah it it, it it does have a bit of like uh explaining it mm. syndrome like just explain it so people get what you're going for but it's done pretty tastefully i yes, think it doesn't yeah. come across as forced exactly yeah um it's because not, you it's can, not like you can oh, under- yeah yeah you can understand the book uh without you can reading this but it just in case you don't like it uh emphasizes it yeah you know, and then, yeah, it just doesn't come across as, hey, this is what I was going for. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because yeah. that's, that's the worst, actually, when that happens. So Clark leaves, he goes back to Metropolis. Uh, it's, you know, great shot of him flying out of Smallville and going yeah. over Metropolis. Uh, all the snows melting, thawing. That's just a beautiful uh, perspective of the porch. I just love it. Mm. Um, and you've got uh, the sleds, you got the shovel, you got the what is that? The ice skates. It's good. Yeah, yeah. And like I just, I love how Clark's back, and he oh hey Superman was in Smallville. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just happened to be there and get the story, and Lola was like, "How do you do it? Yeah. How do you do it?" <laughs> it's like she's being awfully mean to someone who saved her life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Clark gave her mouth to mouth, and he probably got cooties from it. Disgusting, <laughs> and she's just being mean to him. But, but it's uh, kind of it's... it's kind of like Lex syndrome as well. Like you know, she is absolutely passionate about her profession. Oh, definitely. She works hard and stuff. And here's Clark. Uh, he's just gone missing. He comes back with a scoop. And it's, uh... How funny is Clark's smirk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think Lois is actually being mean. I was just kind of making fun of her because, uh, yeah, uh, you yeah. know. Um, but uh, uh, does does uh, Jimmy look like Lex Junior? In the back there? <laughs> I was He's got say... like the receding hairline. Um. <laughs> Maybe it's Lex in disguise. <laughs> Just trying to. Uh, that's yeah. how he knows everything. No, but I like it as well because Jimmy obviously um, appreciates the the situation as well. Oh yeah, funny. the back and forth, yeah. the rivalry. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. Clark, yeah, I just love that smug look from Clark, and like he he does look very different to Superman there. He does. So yeah. I can kind of buy it, you know. Yeah, it's, I um... mean, apart from his huge frame, I mean, but still, I mean, again, I wave that away as well. I know there are huge yeah, yeah, yeah. similarities between the two. You've got to but... take in the fact that Lois is blind to it to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, she's not mm. being objective about it. I should say, because mm. um, if she was being objective, she would figure it out. But I guess she knows Clark very well. Yeah. Well, so um, and we get we get more seething Lex. Yes. staring out his window. Does he ever do work or does he just <laughs> stare at his window? The whole time? It wouldn't be an issue without a seething Lex and, a, and a, a glass of whiskey, it seems. He just loves staring out the window. What is Just like on? this kid likes running on rooftops. I know. I, I <laughs> you actually have a trail here of where oh, yeah. he's gone, see? Um, 
Man, you can really guy... get around, can't he? He's like little daredevil. Um, well, I was about to say this guy might might be the young gangbusters or something. You know, oh, young you gangbuster, yeah. <laughs> Good old gangbuster. <laughs> you bust those gangs. Uh, but yeah, citizen. Citizen. Oh, geez, yeah, I love don't, that. Don't worry about love, helping him. Just you know, love just... Lex's little police state he has going on while yeah, they're super. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But they they seem they still seem incompetent. It's just funny. Yeah. And and a great shot of Lex someday. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is seething to the Oh uh, yes. Yeah. Every everything I love with Lex is here. Like it's um Yeah. yeah and, you know, it's lucky that he's got thick eyebrows. Otherwise he won't be able to see that well. Superman's hand looks pretty small compared to I his know. arm. I, I just noticed that. I made a note of that just before because I just finished reading this today as well. Yeah. Thought, his hands aren't as small in the next panel, but it's quite big his his forearm yeah. his Popeye like it's uh <laughs> it's uh it's huge but uh yeah no a great way to end it and again man like we do get we are we are blessed with a lot of uh, full page mm. you know full page splashes yeah um, but that was good it's, so uh, yeah we we end with folks call me superman which yeah. is you know clark being sure of himself and we have a nice Thing for Lana, like the last dialogue is Lana's dialogue, and she, you know, she's staying in Smallville with like her new hopes. Maybe she'll give Pete yes. Ross a call because it's good. Because you know, like this, especially this chapter of the story is about her moving on mm. as well. Yeah, because yeah. she set up her expectations for her life, and like if Clark didn't have superpowers, they probably would have gotten married. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but now she's finally been able to move on. Yeah. She has her own hopes and dreams. Uh, you know, she, she's me... noticing Pete, good old Pete. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes me appreciate Lionel Lang a bit more. I don't really know much of her, um, but mm. just getting a bit more of a sense of her now and Pete as well um, is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that that ends the uh, the four issues. Mm-hmm. And we must so, um, we must thank uh, one of our listeners, Noel Tate, yes. for recommending this. This is uh, thanks, Noel. It's um, yeah, it's been a, a fun way to read and uh, and to discuss with Connor. Yeah, and this this is definitely a longer episode, um, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, figure this. Is, <laughs> I figured like it, you, I don't think you want to split this story up and talk about it. I yeah. think you want to talk about it all in one go. Yeah, because sure. it's all so tied to each other. So yeah. Yeah, so you, you'd say the first issue was your favourite, yeah? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. it. It just really drew me into the world of it. Um, I mean, the last issue is quite good as well. Um, yeah, I think, I think the first and last, but I like them all, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually thought the, maybe the spring, I thought maybe if I had to pick a least favourite, probably be spring. Spring was the first issue. Oh, no, sorry, the second one then. Summer. 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 Oh, yeah. from Lois Lane's point of view. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the least favourite. Um, okay. But no, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying that I oh, really... Oh, just edible. Yeah. Yeah, really enjoyed the first one. Uh, the last one ties it up really well. Uh, but no, I still think the first one, Spring, is my favourite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but so so you that's... like them all equally, yeah? Oh, they're around equal, you know? Like, it, it works more more as one. They all serve yeah. each other. you got a bit of Lex in all of them, eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, overall, I mean, this this whole story can mm-hmm. be seen. I think it's been seen by a lot of people, and I definitely got this vibe. It's also a kind of classic coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Yep. As well, um, and I think it was really effective at that because you know you can you can use all this like 
as metaphor for you know sort of sort of normal human process i suppose uh like with his powers growing not fitting in anywhere mm-hmm. you know it's like you're self-developing and uh you know life beating you down <laughs> in the in the form of lex luther but you know yeah. you know what i mean yeah um, yeah like yeah so i don't know this this there's like a lot of meat to this yeah you know it's it's fun to chew on it's a very it's very uh it's a it's a light read not in like popcorn but it's just like you know it's not it it won't bring you down it's not like a heavy emotional no. read you know what i mean uh, no, no, it's not. Too, it's not too heavy at all. No, and it's one of those issues. Well, the, the series is one of those series where I think it's pretty much level pegging art and writing. Um, yeah, yeah. Just with um, you. Well, I came away um, from it really enjoying the the writing, but uh, as much you know, just just okay. Um, drinking in the artwork as well. I think the art's definitely stronger for me, but that's not. That's not saying anything bad about the writing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, like the the writing's really good. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, definitely, definitely apparent. I think why like, this is one of the, I think, yeah, this is actually no. I'll, I'll wait till the ratings. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very impressed with it overall. This was a reread. I think this is the third time I've read it. No, okay. uh, uh, only been, three, like, Connor. Only three. well, there's there's been a few. Like it's been probably four years three or four years since i read it last and okay. i don't know how long since before that right but i get new things from it every time i can look at this artwork all day mm. uh comparing it to long halloween i like the artwork in long halloween just as much i i'm a huge gothic guy okay uh but it's more of a it's less of a character thing it's more of a murder mystery thing yeah you know so it doesn't really resonate as much and i don't think it's a more straight you know, it, tale like just the tale of suspense. Yeah, yeah yeah it's a tale of suspense like yeah. it's not a, it's not a character it is yeah. character driven but you know uh, not it's very different yeah yeah it's more genre fiction if that makes sense yeah yeah um but you know yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, do you want to? Think... Shall we do the ratings? Sure. So, uh, <laughs> you be the uh, first one. Yeah, you went. I, I think went you first went first last, last time. Oh, okay. Geez. All right. So, um, with this comic, like I nitpick things, like the small hands. <laughs> But that, that it's pretty impressive that I only noticed that once in like four issues. Yeah. You know, this 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 must have taken a long time to do. Yes. So yeah. uh like that's not a real complaint. Like that's not so like I'm not gonna uh chop off any points for like that one panel in four issues. Oh no. You, you I'm not gonna be that harsh. Yeah. Um I like very, very minor quibbles, like the sort of Lois and Clark identity stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, it's. I will give it. Oh, let's rate it in seasons, by the way. Ah, okay. <laughs> True. I'll, uh, I'll yeah, salt give and pepper? it. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. so close. It's so close to ten seasons. It's so close, but Ooh. it's not quite there, and it's just. It's just some things in it that just don't push it to ten, but like 
in my head, it pretty much like my enjoyment of this yeah. is ten out of ten. If oh, that wow. makes sense. Jeez, oh, Connor, Jeez, hold, hold but, the boat. Wow. Yeah. Like that, that my personal enjoyment, my personal preference, how much I like this, that's definitely 10 out of 10. But I'm rating this, and I'll put a little bit of ob- objectivity in there, and I will give it a 9.5 seasons Ooh. out of 10. Just go for the full 10, Connor. Just go for the full 10. If you I, enjoyed I cannot, it personally. I cannot go for... I, I, I try and rate based on personal plus objective things. And there was just okay. a couple of things objectively story-wise that niggled at me even yeah. just a bit which prevents it getting that perfect score. But, I mean, this I can say without a doubt that this is the best thing I've covered on this podcast so far. I know I gave the Lex story 10 out of 10, but that was a short story, so yeah. it's easier to not have problems in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is like four issues. So, yeah, easily the best thing I've covered on this wow. podcast. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite Superman stories, definitely. Nice. Fantastic artwork. Uh, easy 9.5. You know, the the struggle was choosing between nine point five and ten. Yeah. So I have no problem giving this high high seasons. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Oh great. About nine and a half seasons. That's pretty good. Um look, just a little disclaimer as well how I write rate things. I mean I I like to rate things just how much I personally enjoy it. If it does you know, if if things do irk me, like say for instance the that clockwork orange bit. Yeah. I mean I put it into like overall though, like does it really impact on the story? And thankfully, that really didn't do that mm. much to it. It did throw me out just for those couple of pages, like had me questioning while I was reading it. Like, is this? Yeah, it was. It was stuff like that that yeah. lost the half star for me. Mm. Um, but I'd give it, um, and also as well, uh, just compared to last last time with Man and Superman. Look, these are both very different um, yeah. stories, um, but. You know, just because they're different, I don't think that you know you can. They they have to be different in score as well. So I, I'm going to give it an eight and a half as well. I very much enjoyed this, um, and I, I I put it probably the, the level of enjoyment I had with because um, I really did enjoy Man and Superman. Um, okay. And I really enjoyed I really enjoyed this as well. Um, so I had that level, you know, the same kind of. Um, joy I took from it. Now, look, you know, the artwork and the storytelling is is both very different, but um, but they both achieve to me the same thing. So, as in enjoyment level. So, okay. um, yeah. So I think an eight and a half is um, yeah, it was pretty good. I can't remember in the action one thousand if I gave nines or tens. Um, if I did, I'd probably have to rethink that as well because, um, yeah, I'd have to say Man and Superman. You've read. One higher caliber stories than action 1000 but rated them lower is that what you mean uh that uh no that i may have um rated some action 1000s a lot higher than say what i'm saying i guess is man and superman and for all seasons have been probably the strong strongest ones i've read so far um so if i gave one in action 1000 like a nine or a ten i may have gone a bit too overexcited there yeah (laughs) and in well they're they're easier because they're short stories yeah exactly yeah i feel like there's a bit of a difference system for them true 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 because yeah exactly it's a different level of enjoyment but yeah eight and a half i think and uh, i think that's pretty damn good so Definitely. Um, Def- this yeah. is definitely trade worthy. Um, you've mentioned hardcover availability. Um, I'm 
considering that a hardcover as well. That, yeah. And for me, that's the epitome. Like you know, if, <laughs> in my collection, oh, yeah. like my it's, med- it's the best version you can get. It, that is, is the hardcover yeah, exactly because like... you invest the most money in it. Uh, it's something that you obviously cherish and want to keep and reread, re-read yeah. re-read and proud to have on your shelf. Um, yeah. So I definitely see this as a, as a hardcover um, worthy edition. Um, up yes. there with, I must say, I, I really do. Actually, another one really good to run for the money is, is All-Star Superman. Mm. I, I really do like that as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, that's for another episode. Yes, another few episodes because there's no way we're doing that in one episode. Oh, yeah, no, so. <laughs> that's quite big. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Um, awesome. So I guess that averages out to a nine in between us, really. Pretty um, strong. Nine yeah, seasons. I think, uh, yeah, this is probably the highest rated one that we've both had similar ratings for mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah we but we both rated it really high i should say yeah so that's um, got to say something really you know yeah we can have differing tastes which is fine but the fact that both of us are on the same wavelength is um indicative i think of this story yeah hmm. yeah no uh fantastic so we can't speak enough praise for it um yeah, and I'm not even American. <laughs> <laughs> Truth, justice, uh, and the American way. God, I gotta find uh, a high, I gotta find a skyscraper to look down on the city on, you know, with a nice yes glass of brandy or glass wine, of brandy or, or some cognac, expensive cognac. liquor. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was a long episode, but we thoroughly enjoyed recording it. Mm. Um, I you know. I highly recommend everyone read this if you haven't, even if you've heard our descriptions. Like, we didn't read out the dialogue. There's so much dialogue there we didn't cover. Mm. You might get different things from it or something, you know? Uh, yeah. So give it a read for yourself if you haven't. Let us know what you think of it. Yeah. If you had any different interpretations of certain things, like Quaco Orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and absolutely as well. And I, I, I think that's on me. Um, we're going to put up a, a thread. Um, just sorry, life kind of got in the way there. But um, I might um, put something up anyway just as a bit of a post-discussion, because it would be really keen to yeah. hear your thoughts um, on it. Uh, and, yeah, let us know what you think on, on the those points that we raised that may have been a bit hairy for maybe one or two of us, um, or what you, what mm. you liked, what you really loved. What was your favourite scene? What was your favourite um, yeah, moment? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, cool. So uh, next episode will... Uh, what's the date today? Uh, 10th, is it? Uh, 11th 11th okay all right so two weeks 25th okay cool so next episode will be uh another listener request filming phil i believe it is a superman and nightwing crossover two issues oh so i'll say we'll probably do both issues in one but it'll be shorter yeah uh so yeah yeah, that, that should be fun um my first foray into nightwing um his world yeah um and so, yeah, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope we can do it justice to you, Phil. I know you're a big Nightwing fan, Nightwing fan as well. Do you think we liked this enough for Noel, or was he expecting higher scores? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> nothing. I think we, I think we liked it. I, I do. I'm assuming Noel loved it as well. Um, but yeah, I might just send him a line, see what he thinks as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well. Yeah, so until next time, make sure everyone, you know, uh, have uh, have fun, chin up, 
chin up. Uh, learn first aid for any invasive gases at your workplace. Exactly. Um, and, you know, don't uh, don't play on rooftops. Oh, yeah, don't play on rooftops. Like, what is wrong with that kid? Sake, at least wear a, <laughs> yeah, a harness or something. Like, literally three times he okay. was on a rooftop. Yeah. And it's like, what is wrong with him? Death wish. Death wish. Mm. With Charles Bronson, <laughs> Bruce Death Willis. Wish Superman crossover went. <laughs> uh, Paul Kersey, believe it or not, I know the um the character's name is an architect. Paul Kersey. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, big fan of Death Wish. <laughs> I I've seen I think I've seen Death Wish three. Oh, but not okay. not any of the others. Um, oh, well, you are in for a treat, my friends. Nothing yeah. says Death Wish more than Charles Bronson. Oh yeah, it's just him murdering people for. Yeah. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in the West? That's Charles Bronson. Oh, it's very good. for a long time. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, should go watch it. Anyway, guys. Uh, yeah, don't don't play on rooftops. Don't play on rooftops. Be See you next time. See ya. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.